This is a parental guidance moment. Welcome back to the Sunday service. It's the greatest podcast that's ever existed, dude. And uh, we've got a very special episode. As promised last week, we've got the one and only Mitch Garling joining us. Mitch, thanks for coming on, bud. Thank you, boys. Uh, Just get that like nice and close to your, rice, to your face. Right yeah. and close. Rice and close. That's a good nice start. Nice and close. Um, thank you, boys. Thank you for having me. Excited to be here. Um, thank mm-hmm. you for the shout out last week, too. That was no worries, kind. dude. We like Ross- to show a little bit of love. Yeah, we do. Brought some bloody, brought some bloody tears to the eyes. The old, the, the boys being nice. Got so. the waterworks. Yeah, you got. Dude, you ever got yeah. the shout out from Brady over at the, uh, at the club, at, at the club there? He yeah. was loving it. And uh, yeah, I think he said uh, genuine, genuinely one of the nicest guys in comedy. And I was like, out of here. Yeah, that's mm. nice. We're, uh, we're you're one of the nicest guys in comedy that I've ever met. Yeah, oh, thanks, man. Well, comedy is full of scumbags. Well, I mean, you just don't know me yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sweet. We'll get you do there. a great nice guy impersonation. Yeah, you certainly had us fooled, dude. We, um, you were one of the first people when I first started looking at like comedy within Australia. It's like, oh, here's here's one, Mitch Carling, and I was like, oh, okay, cool. So I followed you for years before like ever doing a gig with you. For real, that's, yeah, that's really nice to hear. When I was in when I was in Canberra, I was I was following you, and then. Whatever happened, I moved here and then our paths crossed, and I was yeah. like, "Oh, that guy's a fucking mad cunt." Oh man, I'll take that. Thank you very much. Yeah, that's, that's good to hear. It's it's nice to, I don't know. It's nice that like you do these shows and you like, especially with festivals coming up and things like that. You do these shows where people come, but you're like, "Are they coming because they're my friends, or are they coming because they saw me do a gig a week ago and they want to know more?" So it's nice to know that my voice or my name mm. is out there yeah if that makes sense yes. no it definitely is man and um yeah like so much so that i remember fuck man must have been like last year at some point you're one of the first people that i was like bro can you do my podcast yeah. which is the most like humiliating question to ever ask anyone it's disgusting isn't and it? and like you were yeah. super cool about it you're like hey man like i just can't this time mm. i'll let you know when i can and I was like, fuck, sorry to bug you. And you're like, dude, I've literally had to do that more times than you can imagine. It's the worst thing in the world. It's actually so painful and it's such a, a stupid problem to have to be like, yeah. oh, I didn't like, uh, like I didn't want to ask someone. Everybody, I don't know, most of us all have a podcast or have had a podcast at some point. You feel like you're doing this, like you feel like you're inconveniencing the person so much. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, and then you, like, especially if you're trying to grow yours and you need people to come on because it. it makes it look like it's sort of legitimate and then more people then want to come on. But before that even starts, you just have to ask someone, hey, can you come on my podcast that I think at the moment 12 people listen to? And Ooh. the thing like is like inherently as comedians, we want everyone to love us. And mm. then when someone's like, I can't do it, then you just go down a wormhole. You're like, he fucking hates me. He doesn't respect <laughs> yeah. my comedy. Yeah. He yeah. thinks I'm a shit cunt. Yeah, rather than be yeah. like, no, you're fucking gay. Yeah. Like, I actually don't like you at all. Yeah. Per- I would rather them. Just be brutally honest. I would rather them straight up be like, I don't like you as a person, as opposed to like my podcast or my comedy or something. I don't know. Mm. But it's, um, I don't know. It's weird, man. Like I, I was doing a podcast for a while called Dead Dad Society and it was just basically a bit of a help group. Like it was a therapy help group 
um, where I would just talk to people that I wanted to talk to about losing a parent, losing a blah. Like we had all these different like topics that people would come on and talk about. And I remember once I reached out to this musician guy um, and I like floated the idea of the whole podcast and he was just like, nah, not for me, thanks. <laughs> that was the whole response. Yeah. No, I was just like, oh. He even wrote, ah, uh, uh, not for me, thanks. Yeah. No, nah, not for me, thanks. And I was just like, I'd rather just bomb. Like I'd rather go through a really bad bomb. Mm. Of like a hundred people just giving me nothing yeah. than to have someone be like, mm, nah, I don't think so, mate. I'd rather he left me on scene and the, it left it ambiguous forever. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I would, like I'd rather sit on it and just, I don't know, 10 years from now be like, oh man, I wonder if so-and-so. I wonder if he does want to do my if he pod. will want to come on. But yeah, I mean, such a massive problem to have. But no, it does feel like, uh, it feels like you, it feels like the biggest thing in the world that you're doing to someone. Yeah. And really, I don't know. I just want to have a chat with it's you. It's like inviting them to a birthday party, but they're the only guest that's coming on. <laughs> they're the only one that's at the birthday party. It's like, mm. dude, we need you to ha- to bring all the fun to my birthday party. They're like, what the yeah. fuck? We need you to have lots of stories. Yeah. Some cool stuff to talk about at the birthday party. But that, And the funny mm. thing is, like, I've been hit up by other people and they're like, hey, man, like, we'd love to have you on the pod one time. And I was just like, I've got no idea who this person is. Mm. But I was like, oh, fuck yeah, I'd do it. <laughs> I was yeah. like, yeah. I'll come and hang with you, man. I don't think I've ever said no to a podcast. What's the, just always, like, don't get me wrong, I'm sure there's dog shit crazy ones out there, but I've never had a bad time. Like, nah, I've you never. Do, you do podcasts and you're just like, if you don't super know the person, um, like the the boys that do uh, is it a thousand one songs that make you want to die. I don't know if you've ever heard that one. Nah. But they basically just ask you, like, and, and these boys are great. I'd never met them. Like, we'd followed each other on socials, never met them, never had a conversation. And then they asked me to do the pod, and it's like, fuck yeah, I'll do it. Like, yeah. that's sick. And then you talk to them, and it's just, you're just chatting. You're, like, it's you're just, given you're a free hit. Like, like, they just give you a free hit with stuff like that. And Well, that's like, also, like, if if they've got a loyal fan base, whether it is fucking 12 people or 1,000 people or whatever, they've just been exposed to you for you know, no, uh, you haven't done it. Yeah. Yeah. Hasn't yeah. cost you anything like really. You've, you've just done a podcast with these guys. Cost you an hour or two. Up. That's it. Yeah. Well, mate, we are, we're stoked to have you on. We, um, and every week we do like a little bit of a beer breakdown. Mm-hmm. And this week, what I decided to do is I wanted to get a beer that I thought would, uh, I thought this would be a genuine morale booster because it's by Mountain Culture. So I don't know if you know too much about Mountain Culture, but they're located in the Blue Mountains. And they are pretty esteemed in terms of the in the brewing world here in Australia. They're, they're quite big. You would have heard the opening track um, was a little bit of the Dr. Dre. So when I saw that uh, this was back to Cali, West Coast IPA, it has a low rider on the front. It it instantly reminded me of the Biggie song. I'm going back to Cali, and I was like, when I looked at it, I was like, it's three standard drinks. This is gonna put some fucking girth in our penis and some hair on our knuckles. So oh, I thought yeah. that this is knuckles. the hair on the knuckles, hair on the knuckles, like you know, fucking, you look like some, a big bear paw. You yes, and we and we could all need a little extra girth and length on the cock. It's as gonna well. put some lead in our pencil. Yeah, and Mitch is who we're writing to. That's right, dude. And we've got a little theme song, Mitch, that we play, and it goes exactly like this.
And tell you what, dude, as a Friday evening before going and doing some comedy mm-hmm. and, you know, there's something about the way beers taste on a Friday I think is is always exceptional. I even said that to you last week at the comedy, is that yeah. you were talking about having a schooner and I said that, like, I really don't drink that often, but at the moment I have had a real vibe of, like, fuck, I just love one. Yeah. I would just love one in a glass. Yeah. Like, whether it's off tap, out of can, whatever, just nice on... You know, in the glass, freshy. I am firmly in the camp that just having one drink is nice. Mm. Having just a nice drink sometimes is nice. Uh, Yeah, well and truly. Like, and I don't think, I don't think we're breaking any ground here when we say that. No. No. But it is an Australian tradition. Very much. And I almost feel like that I, that it, I can't remember who has the joke about (coughs) it, but it's like, the way that people react to you when you say that you're not drinking or that you don't drink <coughs> yeah. is, it is almost crazy. Like, it's not making me want to drink, but now that I'm slowly coming around mm. to the idea of just a wanna every now and then. Yeah. I'm, I'm all, that's also fucking delicious. This beer is so it's good. Fucking, I, I wanted to talk about oh, it. This is a fun. nice beer. And I'm not like, my beer taste is like, my favorite beer is Great Northern Super Crisp. Yep. Yep, yep. So, and like Carlton Dry and stuff like mm. that. So mm. I'm like as basic bitch when it comes to beers. And that's why I like I like being friends with this guy because he like knows what beer I like and then he curates yeah. things yeah. for fucking me to try or whatever. He opens up your horizons. He's broadening my beer horizons. Wow. So we yeah. all need a friend like that. We all need a friend that's like, weed's not as bad as what, as what we've been taught. Ecstasy won't kill you and erot. Rot your brain out. Mm. You know? we, need, we need a guy. Heroin is sharing because mm. it's caring, you know? We all need a friend Definitely. like that. That's it. Less teeth, less dentist appointments anyway. That, that's it. Like that's cutting costs. And in a cost of living crisis, Dude. we need to be sorting out ways to not have to get our when inflation checked. When inflation is as high as what it needs, as, sorry, when inflation is as high as what it is right yeah. now, you need to cut costs whatever way you can. So getting all your teeth removed due to a meth addiction, mm. going on the dole, and then getting taxpayers to pay for your dental right is just straight up fucking smart business, bro. With the cost of living, though, as well, is that the the idea of having a friend like yourself that takes it upon themselves to broaden your horizons, as you said, mm. you've you've also foot the bill for that broadening of the horizons. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, Taylor's not out money. To learn about this new beer, no, like, do you know what I mean? so no, he does it out of the goodness yeah. of his own heart. So Brad buys these things. Yeah, you get to learn about them. Yeah, at no cost to yourself. And whatever I don't drink, this cunt's gonna exactly. Yeah. So and it's like pretty it's, good for cost of living. It's like it's a win-win situation. Like you're never, you're never really oh, out, out of pocket. That's you get fucking to, unreal, dude. This beer's so good. It's seven point six percent, which is like, is. Blowing my mind that it is as yeah. strong as what it is. It feels very mm. easy to drink. Yeah, like I could, I could down, I could down these. And typically, the thing is with mountain culture, as I've got a really love hate relationship with them. They made a um, a West Coast uh, Nipa with Capital Brewing Co., which is like my favorite beer of all time. Mm. One of them just needs to buy the rights to mass produce that beer. But what they do is they have their standard cans of like 335 mil, which for whatever reason really fucking shits me off. Yeah. Make a can three, 375. Three, yeah, 335. That's... Yeah. I th- oh, that's, sorry, 355 their that's, cans Yeah, that's are. not even a... That's not even a... um Like a Coke can, is it? No. Like no. a Coke can's 375. But like, well, how much are you saving? Like, that's how much cough medicine you take. Mm. 
Yeah, that's two. That's two shots of a cough medicine, isn't it? Like yeah, twenty so like, mils. Like, who, yeah, that's twenty mils. Man. Just make it because, like, I would buy. <laughs> How much money could you possibly be saving? <laughs> I would buy their shit all the time, but it's just like I look at their beers and I'm like it, that's part of my annoyance mm. and like my, I don't know, my stubbornness is like, no, fuck you, you're ripping me off twenty mm. mil per can, and then you want to charge thirty five bucks for a four pack? Suck a fat cock. But I'll do that with. So many things though, like I, I can, like I can be the biggest fan of something, and then if it changes a size or changes anything like that, yeah, I can, I will just be like, you're done to me. I'm like that too. Like the the fact that Kit Kat Chunkies now kind of just look like a slightly bigger one finger, like they're not much bigger. Oh, they're not the f- like they're not proper thick like boys. They're, they're no, still, they're still they're big. Still thick, but they're like they're probably I reckon, and you know, big Kit Kat. They turned it down me. a lot. It's way smaller. Oh, so it's not as long. It's n- and not as thick. Like which, it's which is so disappointing too, because the fucking Kit Kat chunk, it is goes hard. Goaded. Yeah. Goaded. Yeah. Fucking so chocolate bar, dude. It's. I, I've been only recently been turned on to them by my partner because I'm historically I'm a Snickers boy. Yeah. Right. So you know, can't go wrong with that. But, but they then brought I out all hit these, it. They brought out all these different flavors. The caramel one to trick us, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So that when it's like. The, the main, the OG Kit Kat Chunky is smaller. You go, well, you know, we had to, maybe we had to make the mold smaller because we had gooey caramel coming out and mm. mid crisp and all this. It's yeah. just, so it's very sneaky. Yeah. yeah it's yeah, like, it's so bullshit. Carlton Dry did something very similar they ages did. ago when they used to be 375 mil in the bottle, mm. dropped to 330 mil and then changed their beer cap from like a twist cap to a ring pull. Yeah, and the ring pull was like the sleight of hand for that for people to hopefully not realize that it this is down. now three thirty mil. But I worked in a rural town bolo. Oh, they wouldn't. And noticed, man. boy, did they fucking know, dude. Oh, dude. dude, I was getting I was getting abused as if I worked for Carlton Dry. But yeah. that happened. It was to fucking me. crazy. That dude. happened I was to like, me last week. This is a bolo that's half a Chinese restaurant, dude. <laughs> Guess you fucking yeah. stop yelling at me about Carlton Dry. You're not, ye- you're not getting yelled at about the satay chicken. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, dude. It's like fucking. It's like I don't work for either of these establishments. I'm just here. I didn't make your fucking Mongolian lamb, and I didn't bottle the beer that you're fucking drinking. Can't you're like, take you're both of Fuck off. You're Mr. Rent-A-Kill. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you've been rented for... That's your purpose. Yeah. I have no... Uh, I, I have no fucking... What's the word? I can't even think of the words. I have nothing in this. I'm no stake no, in the uh, game. No stake. Yeah. Thank you. I'm getting no monetary... Like, yeah. value except for this $24 an hour. Yeah, you think this doesn't fucking piss me off, dude? I'm the one who has to pull the cunts off and fucking give them to you every time. And they don't come off every time, dude. Yeah. They were the shittest pull thing. Well, dude. that's the thing is that. And then you have to get a fucking knife and twist it off. It was fucked up. When you're a kid, like, you have those Bundaberg ginger beers. Yeah. And they were fu- it was stress inducing. Yeah. yeah. As opposed to, like, you have a Coke Zero, pop it, like, or you have a Pepsi Max, you pop it, you twist, whatever. You have a Bundaberg, it's almost not worth the sweetness inside yeah, to run the risk of like looking like a fucking idiot. Yeah, because you pull, rip it off, dude, and it's just, it's it just stuck right on there. I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll speed through a school zone to get one of those Bundaberg passion fruit flavoured ones, dude. I, I love have it. not had Yeah, I'm a, I'm oh. a big fan of the passion fruit. I'm a big fan of the Bundaberg classic lemonade. Yeah. That is yeah. fucking... Back before we were talking about <laughs> old blokes just having a go at you. Yeah. Last week, I out of the goodness of my heart, because I'm a charitable bloke, the Stockton Sharks were having 
uh, their first home game for like a men's team in like five years or some shit. Up the sharks. So I went down there and I was helping just distribute beers, right? Not getting paid, just fucking sitting there selling people beers. And uh, I just realized the anxiety that you have as like a bartender when it's just fucking going and like <laughs> everyone's like <laughs> fucking fuel me, bruh. Yeah. Yeah. And so we went through five cases of Tui's new. Multiple cases of like mid strength, uh, stone and wood, everything. At the end of the game, some old codger comes up to get like a two is new and he goes, Schooner of new, oh, two, uh, fucking two is new tinny, thanks, mate. And I was like, oh, sorry, mate, we're all out. But if you're after a lager, we've got like a, a Han 3.5. Dude, it's like I told him I fucked his granddaughter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It yeah. Because you kind of did. Oh, man. You he know what was I mean? just like, he just goes, Sorry, mate. And I was like, "Do you?" I not thought un- we, I thought we defeated the communists. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just like, "Mate," he goes, "I'm a fucking life member down here, and you're telling me, you're telling me that there's no fucking two is new left." I was like, "What language do you want it in, Brian? Like, we don't have any fucking two is new." Also, I'm hilarious sorry, beer to get up in arms about is a yeah. fucking two is new. This yeah. is also not a like. Brian, can I just remind you, this is not like a slight on you. We're not hiding it from you. Mm. Yeah. It's gone. Yeah. it's There's yeah. none left. Like s- fucking Sally Joe walks up in two seconds and asks the same thing and we say the same thing. Yeah. I'm not going to give it to him and be like, yeah, don't, don't fucking you know, tell Brian. This is not a fuck Brian rhetoric. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> don't tell Tony about the, about the fucking car boot full of Tui's new that I've got out the back on the yeah. sly. Like, <laughs> like yeah. fuck off, keep it from cunt. Brian. He's a fu- he's a life he's a life member. You want it, Brian? Ten bucks for a can, mate. Yeah, fucking stop but acting like a fucking Corona happened, drinker. It literally happened three times, and uh, yeah, like the last bloke was like, not fucking drinking a mid strength cunt, fucking mid strength. Oh fucking, and just like walked off. And I was like, should I just king hit this dude? And I was just like, mm. I was just like, I was so mad. And I was like, mate, the, the it's a real the Sophie's or- choice, isn't it? The audacity. Do I king hit this old guy? The audacity mm. just to get angry at someone who is down there donating their time so you can have a beer. And you don't think I want to watch rugby league, cunt? That's yeah. all I want to do is watch rugby league. Yeah. And fucking UFC and just have some beers, cunt. He's, yeah, but I've been fucking. Fucking full-blown, like, nearly assaulted, dude, by some dudes. Because I, I made the mistake of I pulled, I put my hand up to pull beers on Anzac Day. Oh, that's the worst. So I worked an Anzac Day in a bolo in at Bungendore. Yeah. <laughs> so, I think throughout the whole, <laughs> I think throughout the whole day, we'd had close to two thousand people go through the joint. The town's got six thousand people in it, so a quarter of the fucking town was there. And I got fucking <laughs> abused and nearly fuck and was like full getting cussed out because we didn't have VB on tap. Yeah, see, that's... And like, I'm just sitting there going, because we only had stubbies. And I'm just sitting there going, like, I went to get to stubbies, like, nah, nah, mate, give me a fucking scooey, man. And I'm like, we only have Great Northern and Carlton Dry here. This is a bowling club, dude. This you, isn't the fucking pub. You're also still getting a very similar product. Yeah. Like, it's not... I'm not going like, oh, 
fucking like there's no VB on tap, but we do have like soda water. Do you want to have a soda water mm. instead? It's not something completely different. Yeah, yeah. I'm giving you a very similar beer. Yeah, and you can also like, get the out. beer you want. It's in the fucking fridge behind me, yeah, dude. I can, and it doesn't even have a fucking pool thing. I can twist it right yeah, off. Yeah, and I'll pour it, it into a schooner glass for you, mate. The thing is, yeah. as well, <laughs> and like of all the days, like Anzac Day, if you get loaded up enough on the piss, and like say you're in a round of VBs, and then. You come back and you're like, oh, they'll change the keg, so I just got fucking a Carlton dry. Who really gives a fuck? Yeah. And then, like, you have, like, you could have four or five Carlton dries, and then you don't even notice by the end of it. Yeah. You just fucking, you just booze it. It's like, cunt, the, for the last hour and a half, I have been half a step away from a fucking anxiety attack. Yeah. So yeah. just relax, dude, and get a fucking Carlton dry, man. He was also so pissed that I could have fucking... Put fucking Pepsi in a glass and gave it to him, and he would have been like, "Thanks, mate." Yeah, yeah. killed it, killed like, it. Who cares? See, I, like I never leave I, me alone. I, I thankfully never worked in like a bar. Yeah, but on the other side, like I grew up on the Central Coast, so the other side that when I was growing up, I worked at a KFC. Uh, okay, and that's the same vibe. If you right. get people, like if you get people coming in at ten to eight, and there's either you know no chicken or they want a zinger burger. There's no, there's no wicked burger. wings left. It's a f it's it's pandemonium. Like, yeah. and it's also just like, I can't believe that you, that you would let that ruin your life. Like, yeah, that. yeah, like when you go like, oh, sorry, we don't have any wicked wings left. Like, they act like you just told them that the fucking second tower has been hit. Yeah, yeah. and what? I like I do, <laughs> and I do like I'll go like, yeah, like what? <laughs> like what? That's fucking massive. Um, I will like if I go to. Let KFC. If I go to KFC, Osama bin Laden took all the wicked wings. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is not my American man. Fuck. If I go to a KFC now, thirty-four year old man, mm. and it's like, can I get a zinger burger? And they're like, we don't have any zingers. There's two seconds where I go, Ugh. okay, like, what do you have? What do you have? Yeah. Does it? Would I ever be like, what? Like, what the fuck? So I can't imagine being. 65 and having all mm. this like pent up maybe that's the thing is that they have had all this you know you've had to keep all your like keep all your emotions and all your feelings inside for 50 years yeah and and, and old dudes old dudes do get stirred up about the diggers oh fuck like yeah. they've already been to a service oh, yeah, yeah. They've been reminded about the people who have given laid down their lives so mm -hmm. we could live in this beautiful country and Enjoy all the freedoms that we do Why because because we live in a lucky country, Mitch. Bro. Yeah. We yeah. live in the lucky country, dude. And then it reminds them that they didn't have any part of that, and they were just a pussy. Yeah. And then and then they get and then and then they fucking say, "Hey, mate, just give me a VB Scooey." And I say, "Hey, mate, we've only got stubbies." And then it's just like that's not what their dad fought. I may as well be the Viet Cong. I yeah. so, well, like I, I may as well be a fucking <laughs> machine gunner on the yeah. beaches of Turkey. That was a, that was a sneak attack they didn't see coming. Yeah, the no VB. <laughs> yeah, so, I would have never. I Gallipolied them, dude. I fucking <laughs> in the fucking. <laughs> <laughs> they're on the beach just trying to get VBs. Fucking have a hard seltzer, cuz. Dude, I was I was at an Anzac Day one day in Canberra, and I saw like exactly that of like an older like an older gentleman who was like wearing his dad's medals. Had no contribution to the war, just going off at an 18-year-old. And basically, what had started this was he goes, oh, he's like, oh, did you get up and go to dawn service at the war memorial, mate? And the young bloke's like, nah. 
I came down here at fucking 10 o'clock and I started getting on the piss and started playing two up. He's like, you're a fucking worm, mate. That's not what Anzac Day is about. And, like, part of me, like, agrees a little bit mm. about yeah. that. Because, like, I hate seeing, like, just shit cunts on Anzac Day just taking the piss and just not embracing the Australian spirit. Yeah, yeah. yeah true. I don't like that at and all. And then, but then the kid's just like, why am I a shit cunt? And he's just like, because you fucking, mate, you just, you slept in, you come down and, like, you fucking just start playing it, playing two up and drinking beers. And he's like, ain't that isn't that what they like fought for, bro? For me to have the choice to sleep in, yeah, and then come celebrate them in my own way. You also don't know, like, dawn's fucking early. Oh, the earliest. Like, dawn's, dawn's early, it's, dude. It's the earliest. It's the earliest, said. man. My family ran the Anzac Day committee in the town that I grew up in. Mm. So, like, every Anzac Day, I was out at like four in the morning setting up like chairs and speakers and shit like that. It's so it's cold in Canberra yeah. on at dawn service as well, yeah. bro. Before this fucking whole this fucking global warming hoo ha fucking kicked <laughs> off. This Redrick. Before all this fucking before this before fucking hoo ha. All these pseudo scientists got together and <laughs> started making up words. Galactic crap. I'm all for it. Like I, I'm, I'm absolutely all for the do- like. As I've gotten older, like you're way, mm. I'm way more. I don't want to say into it, like it's a fad, but I'm, I'm, you know, you get to that point where you're like, I want to show more respect. Yeah, like so you do it. And having a daughter now, I'm like, as we, as she gets a bit older, I want to take her and get her because we just went to the war memorial like recently, me and her or mm. my, and my wife. But and she's like walking around, like absolutely loving it. Like she's only four. Yeah. But she's walking around going like, oh, and they, are these soldiers okay? And you're like, you have to kind of real talk her being like, no, like if we're in this room, like no one made yeah. it. Like, no one here No made one it. made it. There's, you know, these this are, is the these memorial. Yeah. yeah. Um, but like, I get it, but also like chill out. Like, yeah, this chill kid, out. This kid's just had a, maybe he had a sleep in. That's yeah. essentially all. And like, I know, in. dude, man, it's just like fucking like doing all that type of stuff. This was fucking, like I said before, that global warming shit. This is when it was really fucking cold, dude. So I was out there like minus four degrees sometimes doing this shit. Dude, I played, I, so played, I understand anyone that's like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. I played two up for the first time this year. I've never played. I still it. don't understand it. I, I had no, it. like, dude, I, and yeah, like I was trying to explain to an American friend and I was like, I'm going to be honest with you, dude. I've got no idea how this game works. Mm. I've been offered, and it, it comes up a lot as a comedian. Yeah. I've been offered, because you, you get good money to go and host like two, two up. Two up. And I would say yes, except for the fact that I don't know what the, f- and I don't want to be embarrassed. Mm. And it's a long like, fucking slog to host two up too. Yeah, like you think you're going in there to host sober. like trivia that's like an hour or two or something. You're there all like, day. You're right? there for like eight hours. Because what happens is like, so the guy, so like say Taylor's flipping the coins and I'm there running it. If I tap my head, that means heads wins. If I tap my ass, that means heads heads. I mean fucking tails, tails, tails wins. But like sometimes they'll just they'll throw like their arms up like that, so it's like a one one. Okay. Yep. But what I have seen in the past is like the guy who's doing the signals is gotten drunk, and he's like touched heads, and he's like, oh no, sorry, it wasn't heads. It was like a one one, and then like. People have money at stake and they're like, you fucking that's my 20 bucks cut. Yeah, yeah. And then it's like, no, he made a mistake. And then it's just like, I technically won. Or like, I've seen full-blown punch ups over two mm. up growing because up. Because what, hap- what ended up happening with us is like we started getting boozy and we're just pounding the drinks. And then like the fucking thing went up. I had like a $20 bet with some dude. And then uh, like the guy just like comes up. He's like, I won. 
And I was just like, oh, did you? And he's like, yeah, man, like we won. And I was like, oh, fuck, my bad. And like just gave him the money. And mm. then like I had to like go and confirm. I'm like, bro, was it Tails? Like did they win? And he's just like, I've got no idea what's going on. So like I can see how that would happen so much where you get distracted for one second, you're on the piss. Someone's seen, like, bro, I won. I've no, seen didn't. wives trying to pull off two husbands fighting in a fucking <laughs> beer garden in Bungendore, dude. At yeah. Like 11 in the morning, dude. It's fucking crazy. Just some like dude who obviously bet way too much. Mm. And cunts are like, you owe me fucking like 300 bucks or something. It is. And the- they're like, nah, fuck that. And they try and leave. And then there's just two dudes... Wearing RM Williams boots, fighting each other in front of their kids. That day is such a melting pot of the wrong kind of people. Yeah, it but is. Like it's a it's a beautiful day. Don't get me wrong, but it brings <laughs> it, it brings out the worst. <laughs> but I tell you why, you're dude. so fucking right about that, I dude. T- it's a I, great day. It's a great day. You, you got to you got to Hey, like I said, mate, you have to honor the diggers who fought and died for the freedoms that we live. But then the people who do take that really seriously mm-hmm. are the worst people to pump copious amounts of alcohol into and get them ramped up on nationalism. The people that yeah. re- the people that go to the like the majority of people that go to the marches and the dawn services and that sort of thing and do it properly are great. It's the people that have the mentality of like I mean like you know I would have gotten up I would have and like going to going to the pub or going to the RSL at one o'clock. And drinking mm. all fucking day, but still having this idea of like, I'm doing it for the guys. Mm. And like, also also the, the dudes who are like, bro, if China invaded right now, I'd pick up a rifle. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'd, also, I'd, I'd strap the boots on, pick up a rifle right now if China invaded. I also have a theory about <laughs> <It's> like, it. <laughs> I, I have a I'd theory that... <laughs> dudes who would get kicked out of like cadets <laughs> like, <laughs> would be like, I'd is, fight. There is, a, <clears throat> there is a thing that everybody does where like... And I think we're all kind of of the similar age where we probably all grew up on Tomorrow When the War Began. Yeah, like great whether movie. Whether it's the books or the movies or whatever, you you grow up on that. I so thought that blonde it, chick was the hottest girl ever for like a year, in like year eight. Which one? Uh, the one who gets shot and then Lincoln Lewis yeah, has to take yeah, her to yeah, the yeah. hospital. Yeah. I thought she was the hottest girl ever. Andy Ryan, <clears throat> um, who played like the stoner conspiracy guy in that movie is like mm. a good mate of mine oh really yeah he's, he's like a <laughs> that's be- sick dude. shout out to andy ryan dude. Shout out to andy ryan he's a beast he's a fucking brilliant actor who, shout out dude who needs is he the one that acted in your show he was in my short film yeah yep um, which you can check out on youtube right uh it's on film freeway film um, freeway only because it, it will go on things eventually but it's on film freeway right now because it's in a bunch of festivals which is great really fucking cool that's um, sick, the people man. are liking it but um we should make a movie now Right now, right now, <laughs> and it should be about and mean? it should be about people who take two up too seriously. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, and here's the, here's a major plot line. We're all upset because Australia Day has now been cancelled, and we need a day to double down on the nationalism. Yeah. And yeah. It's fucking, it's that's my theory about. about yeah, that's right. Day. If you take away all of the nationalistic days, that means it doesn't go away; it compounds. Yeah, that's like that's exactly what my theory is about Anzac Day. Is because like we can't celebrate Australia Day now without being called white dogs and racists. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And like to the point where I know younger I'm friends with younger people in and around Newcastle that were that had like a a no photos on Australia Day policy. Like you can't post that we're doing drinks and having shit at the beach, 
because they're like, we don't want to be dragged into this racist jargon. Which is gay as fuck, actually. It's and like the... It's like you, you hear about... Oh, sorry, man, you go. Yeah, and, and you're right. So what happens is what happens is it compounds. So these days that, like, where guys want to put on Australia flags and, and fucking get drunk, mate, and fucking yeah. carry on. No, you're right. You they're can't like, have what Australia... What day can I do it? And no one's going to say shit. It's fucking Anzac Day. I yeah, get to go right. down there and yeah. then I get to put all my passive aggressiveness into the rest of the people. No fucking Anzacs, mate. That's what they fought and fucking like. Yeah. You know what you I mean? You are right, bro. You can't have Australian flag capes on Anzac Day. No. You can't. No. God, no. Though that's for Australia Day only. But those people who take it upon themselves to wear the flag as a cape are going to come out on Anzac Day. Yeah. And then all I, hell's going to break loose. I almost want to say... That the Australia, the, the Australian flag cape, like let's outlaw it altogether. First of all, is like let's just get rid of it. Um, no one's ever done any good with it on. Um, but no, but no. the other thing is, is that yes, we can't have it on Australia Day, sure. But then also, I'd argue you shouldn't have it on Anzac Day either because it's like too jovial. It's too like, it's yeah, too yeah, jo- yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like yeah. I'm a big Australian superhero. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> It's like, no, yeah, dude. Yeah. No, dude. It's Anzac Day. It's We're ca- celebrating. It's no, Captain dude. Australia. You're drunk at midday, actually. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, that was like, there was a few years ago where, like, Australia took a hit where it was like, we lost Steve Irwin, we lost Peter Brock. Yeah. And they were like. Back to back. Back to back, like, weeks. Like, yeah. you know, I know that because my dad was fucking destroyed. Yeah, my stepdad was livid. <laughs> destroyed. Cunt. I called my dad because I was at home. And I saw it on the news about Peter Brock and I called my dad and was like, mate, I, you know, cause he was Brocky love. Yeah. And like, that was like one of the, one of the times where I genuinely heard like pain in his voice. Yeah, dude. I felt the exact same way. Cause my, my, well, my stepdad and my mom, they used to, my family owned a race team. So they used to white race trash shit. Race, white trash shit. So oh, like yeah. ra- legend cars, yeah. like fucking sliding around on dirt and shit. Yeah. So like my stepdad's been mad and he used to race motorbikes when he was young. So he was big into like motorsports and shit yeah. like that. And I remember being in, I was in year five and Peter Brock died and I came home and he was home early. Oh, he, he, was, he, he left. Bro, he, he, he took a half day. He took a half day because all the mo- was gone. All That's the when you know you've got too much flex sleeve built up. You're like, oh, fuck yeah, this is mad public service shit. But he, because ha- in our garage, <laughs> he had a framed Peter Brock like mm. Commodore like autographed and shit, dude. Yeah. Oh, God. And I was like, fuck, cunt. And I, I, me- I remember him just being, he, he get, you know what he did? He gave, he like, gave me like half smiles. You know, like the half smiles where they're pretending to be fine and they're yeah. not fine. He's tra- he's tra- he's oh, and he's I was bottling, like, he's and I, it broke and my heart. Dude. All that emotion. I know. Yeah, he's bottling that to come out at a later date when he's just like, Taylor, I told you to fucking keep the fridge door closed. You know and then you're just like, this is so irrational. I went into the way. garage to check on him and he was just in tears watching like old Bathurst tapes. <laughs> you know, if they go, because they were talking he's about like, giving- get out, don't look at me. <laughs> <laughs> you'd, you'd almost rather walk in on him watching porn, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. rather than just like I'd rather walk in on him making of- porn with my mum. Yeah, the last two times him crying over has, Peter Brock. The last two times my dad's been <laughs> gen- gen- <laughs> that if, yeah, literally, I'd rather like walk on a, walk in on him like watching videos of like finishing on 
of someone finishing on a woman yeah. as opposed to Peter Brock finishing a race. Yeah, yeah it's, dude, it's uh, bad, bro. <laughs> dude, this is textbook MotoGP at 2 a.m., Dad. Yeah, dude. This, this is, is textbook yeah. watching MotoGP at 2 a.m., Drinking, dad, drinking dad. scotch <laughs> on the lazy boy because it's the only time he gets a bit of fucking peace and quiet. JD and Coke oh. watching Casey Stoner win a world championship yeah. in like 2009 oh. or something. Just <laughs> like, he got it. He fucking yeah. got it. Yeah. Dude, we uh, the last the last two two times my dad has been like genuinely sad was uh, when Kenny Rogers died. You know, yeah, fucking the great. You got to know when to hold him. He's just like he and dad just like sent me like a he just started like a little fire. Like I got him a fire pit for like Father's Day or something years ago. It's actually his birthday today. Shout out to the old boy. Fucking love you. Shout out to him. Well, well, uh, happy birthday. And what uh, a great gift too, by the way, dude. Well done. Getting a fire pit. Fire it pit. was like, dude, it was a custom fire pit. So it had the, had the St. George Dragons logo on two sides and then the New South Wales logos on the other side. Yeah. So when you line it up, it just illuminates through. He fucking wow. loves it. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, that's that's great. Good good analogy <coughs> for the dragons too. A fucking dumpster yeah, fire. Yeah, dumpster fire. <laughs> An absolute dumpster fire. And you can say that as a Sharks man. They're bad yeah. this year, aren't oh, they? Oh, they stink, dude. Bro, They've I'm, been bad for a long time. Yeah, yeah and I, I still keep thinking they're good. So in my fucking, I'm doing a footy tipping thing at yeah. work. And I'm no, an AFL boy, so I have no idea. But you have yeah. that from when you're younger, right? Like, because they, yeah. they, they were killing they it. They killed like 2010. And then yeah. it'll stick in your head. It's like, even though the Maroons have like been murdering us. For or it's like, sorry, Blues have been doing okay, but because the Maroons murdered the Blues for so long, yeah, like every yeah. Single, I'm just like nah, like nah. it's just and never, Queensland's never, just ever. got like Queensland's just got a little bit of folklore about them mm. where yeah, and luckily like the Knights have never changed. So like, dude, like mm. yeah, I think I think if you were to take like a genuine confidence level of like a tied series going into Game Three, I reckon Queensland supporters would be way more confident that they're just oh. gonna. Do yeah. some Queensland shit where yeah. it's just like, it doesn't matter if they're fucking eight down. Bro, that, that would feel the five same. Minutes ago. That would feel the same as any Collingwood supporter at three quarter time right now. But as a. For as any a, AFL listeners out there. As a New South Wales fan, bro, like I've never. I could go into. I could go into game three. Having already won the first two games, being like, we're going to fucking lose it somehow. We're just going to get like, you know what I mean? We're going to lose so bad that they're going to give the trophy <laughs> to Queensland. <laughs> they're going like, to do like a points for and against. Yeah, they yeah. just go, oh, well, technically they got technically, you on the for and against. So. Yeah, they beat you by 116 points or some mm, shit. Yeah. Like, ah, fuck, all right. Um, but no, nah, like, I don't know all I got, actually, all I got from what you said before was how you said that when Peter Brock died, you were in year five. Yeah, I was in year five. That depressed the hell out of me. How old were you? You're 12. What? Yeah. How old are you? 34. Oh, I am 27. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So How long have you been doing stand-up? Funny you say that. It's 10 years next Thursday. Wow, okay, yeah. cool. There you go. Great. What tempted you to start, by the way? Oh, um, so growing up on the Central Coast, not really sure what I like wanted to do in life. Like I always liked film and comedy and stuff. Mm. But as 90% of the Central Coast is, does. As... And, and look, we're not even really sure what we want to do with life and then we die. Um, <laughs> that's, so that's very true. Whether it's in a... Life car, in car the crash, entrance. I've had heartfelt conversations with my dad where he goes, man, I'm still figuring it out. At 60, I'm still figuring it out. And then I was like, maybe no yeah, one and ever then you has go, Dad, it's too late. Yeah. Yeah, I was it's like, too late. Though. I was like, "You've retired. You've got a fucking mad house, bro. Like, what <laughs> yeah. are you talking about?" And he's like, "I'm still trying to figure it out." Puzzles bro. done, bro. Puzzles yeah. done. But um, yeah, I so I had a like a bunch of uh, a bunch of mates, and I said that like there was not there was never anything to do on the coast. Yeah, like yeah. it was go out, get drunk, 
go to like the same three clubs and that was it. Um, and I was like, wakeboard. Oh, <coughs> you could wakeboard you if could. you if you're that kind of guy. You could, um, what was the other one that we um. What's it called? Fucking kneeboarding. I can't think of skiing. Jet Water skiing. skiing. Smoking bowl. Oh, jet skiing. Park? Obviously, jet skiing. Fucking yeah. Hell. That took me way too long, dude. Um, I can't believe you, when I said smoking bongs at the skate park. That just glossed over. It's like that seems like a Central Coast thing to do for sure. Yeah, no, I thought we were I making. That, well, I thought we were making. Universal, we were making jokes. Whereas oh. that was just like <laughs> that's yeah, too, that, that was, was actually just like, straight up. Well, I'll just look. At, I was like, yes, Bradley. Yeah. yeah. What are you talking about? That's what we're doing after this. I still smoke bongs at the skate park. Go to Stockton skate park and fucking suck a few hot ones. But one of my mates was like. Okay, like he was just saying like, oh, you know, there's there's never anything on. And I was like, I want to put on a comedy night on the coast. And like I had no connections to comedy, knew nobody, and was like, I want to put on a comedy night. And he was like, that would never work. Coasties will never come out. So then I did it purely to prove him wrong. Nice. I love those stories. And who did it, you get to come and perform? Um, a bunch of people, but I finally, I emceed and I'd never done anything before wow that's hectic i think it showed but the balls like it was fine but that's the thing well i guess is it balls when you don't even know that that's a terrible idea 10 years in yeah i if i like 10 years in if i rocked up at a gig and there was a guy who'd never done comedy before who was emceeing the whole night i'd go home yeah like i'd be like this is i'd tap him on the shoulder and just be like mate let's swap dude i'll I'll sit one out i'm gonna save you from this slaughter yeah but um luke heggie headlined Holy shit. <laughs> um, well, this is 10 years ago. Yeah. 10 years ago. And he'd just done Australia's Got Talent. And I sent out a bunch of messages being like, because what we did was, is we were like, we're going to, we're just going to pick a charity and we're just going to raise as much money as we can for charity. And then the second show we did, Mikey Robbins headlined, like from Good Newsweek. Yeah. yeah. And then it's been a bunch like Jacques Barrett. Julia Wilson. Dude, Jacques Tommy. the fucking man, I dude. I Jacques. love Jacques. <laughs> the greatest. He's so funny, dude. Um, but then, yeah, in like, we ended up getting, I'll tell you, I'll tell this whole dark story later, but we ended up getting a bunch of gigs all over the place and we built up this little, um, I guess like a, um, what's it called? Like a touring like a Comedy thing? fundraiser? I don't know. A company? Company, if you will. Um, we ended up making a like collective. A collective. We ended up making fifty grand in a couple of years. Jesus, which donated to various charities and stuff. Which charities? Uh, so we did the Mitch Beyond Garling Foundation, the <laughs> Mitch, Mitch Garling Two Up Foundation. <laughs> um, no, it was uh, we did Beyond Blue, right? Uh, Jay McGrath Foundation, yeah, uh, and Cancer Council. Okay, I think Cancer Council was the like the really big one. We made we made like twenty five grand in one night. Fuck, that's great. Which is hectic. That's heaps good. <coughs> um, pardon me. Um, yeah, that was crazy. But man, we had like there was a couple of really big sort of shows, and then I just kept doing comedy, I guess. And that's ten years ago next week. Fuck yeah, dude. And so were you just on the coast then still? And then Yep. Yep. And so then where did you move? Like where was your first big move, obviously, Sydney? I actually went to so I was studying film at the time and I lived in I had moved up here up to Newcastle because I was going to Hunter Art School. Right. Yeah, okay. Um, on like Hunter Street. And yeah, so that was, yeah, 10, yeah, 10-ish years ago, 9-ish years ago. And then I moved to Sydney in, what? when was it, 20? Oh, fuck, I don't even know. Are you in Evoca now? Is that where you're living? No, I'm in Sydney. Sydney now, okay. Hornsby, yeah. I've Hornsby, in, that's I've been right. in Hornsby since 2015. What's yeah. that like, dude? What's it like living in the guts? 
I wish it was a bit more guts because I'm sick of fucking driving everywhere. Mm. Like it's very good for what I need. Like my wife's business, my wife's family and everything is all in Hornsby. That's handy. Yeah, that's handy. Like that's a really good base. But then like my mum's on the central coast. (laughs) My work is either in the city or in Parramatta and then gigs are fucking anywhere. Yeah. Um, But it is a good, and especially with Hornsby, it's just like, that's where the freeway is. Yeah. So you can just be like, jump straight on the freeway Boom. or jump straight on the motorway, like go into the city or wherever. So and how do, you, how do you find juggling gigs as a someone who's working full time, um, someone who is married and mm-hmm. someone who has a, a young daughter? Mm-hmm. And I've got, I go to uni as well. And you go to university as well. Like so like, Not to toot the horn. Like you yeah. were up here the other day on like Fucking a Wednesday, hell, like on a Wednesday doing the Kent. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, this fucking guy, like you, you and your girl must be solid as fuck where you're like, hey, like, yeah, and I like, need to kind of go and do this. And like, you need, yeah. is she really understanding of yeah, like yeah. the pursuit of just being Absolutely. like, being an artist is literally like, it's tor- it's torment. Like, we it's, are, yeah, we are really sort of like, sometimes we are really just kind of like ships in the night. Like we just kind of see each other. Like I'll come home from work and have a shower. Hello goodbye yeah like and i go straight back out like even yesterday i i came home from work and my daughter was like and you're going to work again and i was like no i'm staying home and she like looked at my wife and was like what yeah and like it kind of it actually kind of hit me a little bit that i was like fuck that she's noticed that yeah that i'm in and out all a the lot time, yeah which is really fucking sucks but theoretically once uni is done at the end of this year, then that's the <coughs> that could be the job. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I would always do comedy. What are you studying? <coughs> um, media and communications. Okay. So, pretty so what do you want to do with that? Pretty much everything that's just been fucking out uh, out. What's the name's by AI? But uh, okay, cool. <laughs> 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 that's fucking sick, dude. And that's it's it's very sick, like. Your your girl must obviously be fucking solid as hell. I mean, she's your wife. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So like and that's fucking cool as hell. Like, do you reckon it helped like that you're good at comedy? Um, thank you, first of all. Um, yeah, because there I tell you what, when we first started talking, like cause we used to work together at a um at an IT company and we used to work together. And there was like this I don't know, it was like Mitch is a comedian and you could almost I'm not saying this is 100% what she thought, but there was a vibe of like, oh, cool. No, like, I know. I, I, hey, oh, good. Yeah, I know exactly we have, what yeah. you're talking about. We have about, full-time dude. jobs yeah. and yeah. like we cop the, oh, did you How's your little, did you do your a little, little comedy gig yeah. on the weekend? Oh, oh, oh so, you get this? So what, so what are you, yeah, what, you are you, what are your skits about? Oh, yeah. well, um, I just noticed that the Melbourne International Comedy Festival is on this weekend. Are you, are you not doing that? Sounds oh, like so you're, you're. Okay, so you do do comedy, but you're not doing comedy at the Melbourne International yeah. Comedy Festival. So are they, they paying you yet? Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> are they paying you, like as if you're doing like mowing lawns? Yeah, my mum will my mum will ring me and be like, I was just watching the TV and there was an ad on, and I didn't really like the guy's voice on the ad. I thought maybe you could do it. Mm. 
Yeah, fair enough. Who I'll just I'll just call. I'll call. Who, who will I just call? The television. Like, do you know what I mean? I'll like, call who, Channel Nine and be like, mm. "Hey, the the ad about dental care. Yeah. I reckon I should be the I'm new fucking good. NIB spokesperson. Mum, yeah, mum I'd be good at it. But um, yeah. So there was that whole vibe of like, oh, cool. Mitch is a comic. Yeah, sweet. Um, and then she's she has said this to me. She came to one of my gigs, uh, probably three weeks into dating or four weeks, uh, maybe a month. Mm. And she's like, you're actually so good. I was so relieved. Yeah. Cause I, yeah. Cause I was like, you know, like how, how we are off stage mm. is not necessarily how we are. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So that's funny, like, man. My, my partner said the exact same thing. Yeah. Like I took her to a gig when we'd only been seeing each other for like a couple months and she was like, she had a great time and I, I did really well. Like luckily I fucking crushed yeah. and I would, she was just like, Basically the same thing, like fucking thank, thank God. God that you're actually yep. good at it because like I couldn't support you if you were just shit. I wouldn't even bother with this. I if I knew that you were this into it and then I went and saw you, you were shit. Dude, because I've seen people like bring dates and maybe even like their wives and can stuff, I, like already married and then they you? bomb hard and you just see the wife going like, fuck, I'll go up, ahead. I'll up you on that of just the most go insane thing I've ever seen was um, lo- a lovely guy. I'm not, I won't name names or whatever, but... There used to be an open mic in Parramatta. You can say it and I can just beep it out if you want. Oh, I'll tell you later. <laughs> <laughs> there, used to be, there used to be an open mic in Parramatta. I can't wait to find and out who this And this is. guy used to go up every week, consistently, very big, meh, like wasn't particularly good. Yeah. And then one week uh, he went up, did a set, his missus was in the crowd, and at the end of his set he proposed to her on stage. Oh no! Oh my dude! Bro, after, what did she say? She said yes. Yeah, oh, I don't but think after he did like mediocre, did like four. It was an open mic, so it was, four oh, it was an open mic. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't like dude, it, that's fucking crazy, bro. Like you know what I mean? Like if you do audacious, know, if you do fucking Radio City. And mm. it's like a you're special and you're filmed and, and there's fucking, there's ten thousand people there or however many people you crush for an hour and fifteen minutes or whatever. And you go, look, I'm going to use this moment to propose to my love, but not at fucking Parramatta after you've done four minutes to silence. Yeah, fuck, yeah, dude. that's fuck. And that's huh? and here's the thing, that's how comedy is so intertwined with mental illness that oh, it's like oh, yeah. we're twins. It's just like there is. It's just like yeah, who's the crazier of the fucking twin here? And like, because dude, like I remember, like even when I first came to Newcastle. After doing comedy in Canberra for two years, I was like, I'm just not going to introduce myself to the comics. Mm-hmm. I'm going to sit in the back, wait to get my spot, do my spot. And I did that for probably the first three open mics that I went to yep. until I eventually kind of just started to realize who's a fucking lunatic and who's not. Yeah. And then I'll start to talk to the boys and now like I'm mates with heaps of them. But yep. it's just, it's like literally they're next door neighbors. Like wanting to do comedy, you're fucking, you're weird, you're weird in the head for wanting to do it and i think that there's like yeah like it's just it attracts that yeah it attracts that fucking that narcissistic i don't know if you're weird in the head to wanting to do it i think you're weird in the head for going out and doing it because there's I so think, many people that are like i would love to do that well, I could being never do like it. being someone who's like conversationally funny or like a, someone who's naturally funny like you'll get told over the course of your life you should be a comedian Correct. you should try yeah. to do comedy so like that's what pushes most comedians into doing it but then you've got like the people that are just like completely delusional narcissistic crazy people that are just like oh, i'll just 
I'll just do comedy. Like It's the people that get up and do the same four minutes every Wednesday for 18 months. Yeah. And aren't, uh, and aren't judging themselves. And they yeah, don't, I guess. They don't like, change the four minutes, even though they've got five, six, seven, 18 months worth of data on, it's hey, the scientists have, hey, the yeah. scientists have found yeah. you're bad. Yeah. Yeah. If we can, like, if we can make a vaccine in three, you can change your fucking material in 18 months. Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, There's, it's, yeah, it's pretty, it is well and truly just a sign of mental illness sometimes. Yeah, it, for but sure. It's, but it's, a, the other way is like, I will, I will know a joke works and then I will be like, mm, like, let's, let's redo it. Mm, yeah. And you get like, the other side of it where you're like, it works. Just fucking leave it. Yeah. But yeah. And then you're like, nah, but it could be better. It could be better. But and there's like that, throw this tag. But there's that in. half a second right there where they aren't all laughing. Mm. And I need to put something there. Yeah. Can I ask you this? Do you have a bomb, a bombing set that that still haunts you to this day? Oh, boys. Because we all do. But like, yeah. I want to know, I, I want to know the one that like, it's like, it's like, you know, they say that the first love, is felt the deepest, but it also cuts. What is it? The first love is felt the deepest. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. it so cuts deep. The first deep. love is the strongest, but it cuts the deepest. That's yes. a, that's what I was trying to say. Thank you, dude. I knew yeah. you're a sensitive soul, so I knew I that knew, you'd know that. I knew you'd get it too. But um, yes, absolutely. There's two that stick to m- come to mind immediately. Um, the first one was a, a corporate a corporate thing that I did for a football club, where uh, what is that noise? There's some. Oh, it's just I think birds, a flock bro. Of birds. It's just yeah. birds, man. Cool. And I was just making sure it wasn't up up top, up in my head. Yeah, um, dude, we can all hear it. Hopefully, it doesn't come through the audio. <laughs> um, but I did this corporate gig. It was for a footy club. I get there. It's like, hey, uh, you know, uh, get here six thirty. And I get there six thirty, and they're like, cool. The event starts at seven thirty. So I just stood around for an hour, which whatever, that's fine. And then the guy's like, so we're gonna co MC it. Mm. And I was like, oh, okay, cool, cool, whatever. Uh, so we go up, we start doing some, uh, start doing some stuff. My mic stops working. So rather than like, he's paying me rather than give me his mic. I just stand there silently. Oh no. While he does it. Like while he talks after a while, I'm like, Oh, I'm going to go sit down. (laughs) Like this is fucking stupid. And then for the next two hours, he literally berates the room. To buy raffle tickets nonstop for two hours, he's like, "All right, guys, like comedians coming up later, dinners coming out soon, but don't forget about the raffle tickets, guys. Fuck two for two for five dollars, five for ten, blah blah blah, for two hours. Holy oh fuck. my god, for two fucking hours. And like, it's like he'd go up to a table and be like, "What are you doing tonight, Jimmy? You having fucking good drinks or what?" And then Jimmy'd go, <laughs> "Am I? Yep, yep, good, yep, bloody excited." Raise money for the kids. Yeah, that's right, guys. Raise money for the kids. Raffle tickets, fucking two for five, blah, blah, blah. Two hours. And I was like, all right, right, this is not going to go well. And then uh, he goes, all right, guys, I'm going to get the comedian up. I've told him who all the fuckwits are. I've, (laughs) I've told him who, I've told him who to rip on. I've told him who's got the fucking drinking problem. I've told him who's got this. I've told him who's got that. So fucking he's going to rip India. And then literally as he's about to bring me up, 
uh, this lady goes, no, 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 wait, wait, we haven't played heads or tails yet. And then they play a game of heads and tails for like another 20 minutes. What the fuck? At the end of the heads and tails, they did some fucking insane game where they were like trying to eat, like it was two people trying to eat to a tortilla, like eat through a tortilla without kissing or some shit. And you got money. What but anyway, fuck? so the whole the whole stage is just full of rank old half eaten tortilla, <laughs> and then again after two and a bit hours of berating them, people are pissed off they didn't win heads and tails. Yeah, he goes, does the same thing again. All right, guys, time for the comedian. Fucking, I've told him Jono's a fucking alcoholic. I've told him this. I've told him that. He's going to rip into you. He's, he he slept in and didn't go to the fucking dawn service. <laughs> <laughs> and I just went, I like, cool, brought me up. And it was like 500 people. Oh, my God. And I went up. I was supposed to do half an hour. How long had you been doing comedy this when was, you did this? Dude, this was nine months ago. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I think I remember you telling me some of this story as well. Yeah, because I've been mentally unwell ever since. Is this the cut that started heckling with, like, he went and got the microphone fixed? Yep. <laughs> Bro, oh listen to this, Taylor. This is fucking cunt. So I'm on stage, 500 people, and I start trying to talk to, like, start trying to talk to people, but it's a high stage, so it's hard. Mm. And I was just like, you know what? They're not, gonna, they're not reacting to the crowd work sort of thing. Like, they don't want to engage. So I was like, all right, let's just go straight to material. Throw it out into the room, and if people like it, they like it. And you know, like when you do a, an average gig, you just pick a couple of people that you can see are reacting. Yeah, and you just keep looking at them. Give yeah. me half a smile. Like, that's all I need. Do you know what I mean? Like in certain situations, uh, you know, some you know people you see one guy really laugh, and you're like, "That's my dude." Yeah. So you just focus in on him. Who cares about the rest of the room? And then. Hope that he gets the telekinesis that I'm sending to yeah. him to please set the room on fire yeah. so that this gig ends. Yeah, let's get out of here, bro. Um, but yeah, then like 10 minutes into the set, I just start hearing this like heckling from the back of the room. And it was the dude, like the MC dude from before. He'd gone and got the spare mic. And he was heckling me from the back of the room with the spare mic. And I was like... What? And I was like, what are you doing, bro? Like, sit down. Like... You've, and I was like trying to rip on him and they liked this. I was like, bro, you've just been talking nonstop for two hours. Go and give the vocal cords a rest. Sit down. And the crowd liked that because they, they were pissed, man. they were annoyed at that guy, he's obviously. Fu- talking yeah. at them. Yeah. For two- it's not even like... Because they're human beings having a human experience. Correct. And that's a negative human experience. You can listen to a comedy show for two hours. Oh, for sure. But you like... You don't want to listen to fucking Jimmy from, you know, the footy club telling you to buy bah, raffle tickets. Like at you. Yeah. Constantly. Anyway, so he's heckling, and then after a while, uh, he eventually gets rid of the mic and goes outside, and I said a joke, which I, you know, you know, you've got your, you know, you've got your fallback ones. Yes. Where you're like, all right, I'll throw this out, and if they don't like this, the rest of the set's going to be horrible. Yeah. Yeah. I threw it out, and it got a bit of a laugh, and a guy in the front row goes, all right, mate, got your laugh, go home. And I was just like, yep, no, you're right. Okay, man. I was like, you know what, guys? <laughs> I was like, you know what? I'm going to get out of here. Fuck. Come. Um, I'm going to get out of here. I'm like, I know. Like, I made sure I was respectful. I was like, 
you guys don't really care. I'm like, but, you know, I hope you raise a lot of money for the club. And, you know, I hope you get the kids what they need. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to get out of here. Thanks for your time. And I left. Wow. And as I walked out, the guy was like, where are you going? I was like, I'm going home. Bye. I'm like, whatever. Fuck you. And then on the Monday, I sent him my invoice. And then the president of the club called me and was like, we're never paying you. Like, the way you spoke to us was disgusting. You said, fuck you. Fuck your club. All this stuff. And I was like, that's interesting, man, because I recorded the whole set. And I've got the footage of me being like, hey, guys, thanks. Hope mm. you hope you raise a lot of money. Like, <laughs> it makes me look good. Yeah. Like, I've had a shit time, but I'm still like, I hope you raise a lot of money. Hope the kids get what they need. I'm going to get out of here. And he was like, no, no, no. You said, fuck you. Fuck this club. I was like, dude, I got the video. Do you really want to see it? And then we, like, it's literally been ongoing ever since. So it's like nine months, still haven't paid me. Dude, ah. did you ever take him like small claims or anything? Or were you just kind of like, this is too much negative energy for me it's to focus on? My, the other day, my wife asked me about it. Yeah. She was like, have you not been paid by that? And I was like, no. Nah. She goes, follow it up. And I was like, I can't. I, was it I, enough to? It's 500. Like. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Like it's. It's, it's, it's not, a good it's, amount of money, it's but not it's nothing. not like. It's yeah. not nothing. Yeah. And it was like, I didn't have any gigs. And like a friend of a friend said, hey, do this thing. They've got this. Like, they've got this money and they want someone to come and just do a set. And I was like, yeah, I'll do that. I didn't have a gig. 500, like, 500 for a corporate is pretty low. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But 500 for any normal gig is, like, not bad. Yeah, that's yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, 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 it is. It's kind of like you meet in the middle where you're like, I always kind of, every corporate, you're just like, a portion of this is going to therapy. Yeah, for sure. Like, let's face facts. Yeah, for yeah. sure. The highest I ever got paid for a gig was also my biggest bomb and the thing that fucked me up for, like, a couple months. Of course, bro. Was it a corporate thing? No, dude. I did stand-up at midday outside in a prison. Fucking hell. Dude, like, it's so funny yeah, because, dude. like... And all of my jokes were about... Being on the outside. Being on the outside <laughs> yeah. of prison, dude. Yeah. And they did not... Give a fuck, and you know what, dude? I did half hour. And I did a half hour, and I wasn't even their fucking headliner. Do you want to talk about the like? We'll go back to the mental health thing. Is that eighteen months in the comedy? You you know that that wasn't gonna go well. I didn't. Like, I yeah. I when, I I know now, <laughs> but I I'd, I'd been doing comedy for like a year and true, a half. True. Yeah. So I was like, this is like my first like big paying gig. I'm going to get fucking true. 600 bucks to go and do fucking something. And next thing you know, I'm driving up to fucking Musclebrook. <laughs> Such a drive to, to the Musclebrook fucking correctional facility with our, fuck, our friend fucking Benny Egmelis. And Benny how Eggs. good, I love that guy by the way. Yeah. How good is that fucking drive home? Oh like, dude, the duh. money was in my pocket in cash too. And I was just like, uh, let's just forget about it. And you forget know what, Mitch? It. I've never forgotten about it. Yeah. And you never will. And that's what, like I said with my wife thing, where she was like, hey, did you not get paid? You should really follow that up. And I was like, nah, it's done. Yeah, it's got to be it's out of your life. switched bro. off. I'm never thinking about it. And I don't mind talking about it with this, because like, mm. it's making fun of it. Sometimes for work, I have to go and fix something that is like two streets away from the venue. Sort of and burn so it I, down. So, honestly, <laughs> so I think about it once a week. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I think about it once, and I'll literally, and like, I'll be driving back, because I, you have to take toll roads to get there. Yes, and I'll be driving back, and I'll be thinking about how I was driving back. Fourteen bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah literally Seven fucking fucking twelve bucks there. Fucking twelve bucks. Back. E-toll account. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I think about that a lot. But um, yeah, bro, like the mental health thing, where you're like, I 
I knew it was going to be bad. Yes. And there's been so many times where people offer you a gig or they offer you something where I go, I know this is going to be bad. Yeah. Stage time could be all right. Money's great. But this is where the mental health thing comes in or the, you know, the... The, the trauma, the, the, dude. You, you, not that you want it to go bad, but you almost like that it goes bad. Because yeah, you're you like, want to be I've justified in about. thinking that it was going to go bad. I've got something to talk about. Yeah. Too. Like, I've got a dumb fucking story. Like, a while ago, I got a call. Like, I'm, like I said, I'm from the Central Coast. I got a call from the council, Gosford Council, asking me to be the guest of honour at an opening for a new venue. And I was like, this is the fucking, that's massive. <laughs> that is massive. I Let's was like, go, dude. That is so fucking cool. And then I'm like, what's the venue? And they're like, well, they open a new fucking boat ramp or something. Bro, op shop. <laughs> it was a new Let's life. Go, it was the new lifeline. That's the best. Dude. It was the new lifeline. That so, is so fucking funny. I said that to my wife and I was like, these guys, they asked me to come and be the, you know, guest of honor. I get to cut the ribbon and shit. Yeah. <laughs> At an op shop. At an op shop. And I said to her, I was like, I gotta um, do this, babe. I gotta do this. And she's like, Have you said yes yet? And I was like, No, 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 they, you know, there's they've just floated it to me. I can go back to them. And then my brain was like, even if it's the shittest thing in the world, this is a hell of a story. Great, that, yeah. That me, like people look at me and they're like, Yeah, he's an op shop opener kind of guy. Like that's, that's like you know guy. when you put like your reviews on your festival say, poster? Yeah. You, you put, put a like fucking Gosford honorary opening an op shopper guy. Opened, yeah. yeah. Guest of honor opened. Opened, opened Boy Boy Lifeline 2019. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> incredible. People think <laughs> yeah. it's a fucking music festival. And then... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Other people are like open for Shane Gillis. Yeah. Open, <laughs> open, <laughs> open for Lifeline. I've been their most frequent caller ever since. <laughs> as seen from Splendor in the Grass. Uh, or you, you may know from opening that op shop in Woi Woi. Yeah. Was it, I had one recently where it was like, uh, can you, uh, and this was no slide on the girl that asked me. It was great fun. But she was like, can you come to the Gosford Regional Show, which is like the Gosford version of the Easter Show? Yeah. And judge the mullet competition. Oh, what a great gig. And I was like, fuck yeah. She's like, we don't have much money, but we can give you... Um, free piss? We can give you free everything <laughs> at the park. Free show bags. Free everything. So I was like, yeah, I'll go. Like, and I got to take my daughter. And we're going on all the rides, eating, oh, the, eating all the different foods. I was like, whatever. It's just the same as going to the Easter show. But then... You're like, I get to judge the mullet. I did judge the mullet competition. I was like, am I that guy? Like, I'm the op shop and mullet guy. Yeah. Like, that's, that's so sick, dude. And that's the mental That's where thing. I want to get to. That's the mental health thing where you go, yeah, fuck yeah, I'll do that. Any mm. normal person would be like, no. <laughs> like, that's yeah. crazy. It yeah, came it up. is, dude. We might have a quick break, boys, and then uh, we'll be back right after this. <laughs> We're back, boys. I've I've had some some, oh, dude. Just before before we get into this, mm. we were talking about just old men just losing their mind before, and <laughs> it which I can't I, wait to do. By the way, oh, dude, and I had an old man moment last night. What'd you do? And I and I realized what it is is I think that like they do have a lot of pent up anxiety, and they don't have that release, and then they need something to release on, and that release typically comes in the way of sports. So this week 
I drove around from um, from Newcastle to Tamworth, Tamworth, Armidale, Armidale to Coffs Harbour, Coffs Harbour to Taree, Taree back to Newcastle. And all I wanted to do when I got home was have a beer and watch the thick dick of the north, get it out the and just thick fucking start north, pumping. Dude. And the thick dick of the north went down south where it's a little bit cold. Yeah. And there was a few few calls that could have gone either way and you know Brisbane got fucked mm. and dude I have not been closer in like since the 2015 grand final of just like wanting to punch holes in the wall and just yeah. like just flip the fuck it like just like having to really? audibly catch myself from just fucking screaming and you I was don't like, do that every game that the Broncos play? No, like, I don't because, like, you know, like, if if I'm home alone and and someone needs a cussing out, then I'll cuss them out. But, like, if I've got, you know, Cass was sleeping in the spare rooms, uh, in the other rooms, so I just, like, had went and piped up in the spare room and I was like, I'm just going to have 80 minutes to myself mm-hmm. to watch my fucking team play and then just the frust- like the frustration, dude. And I was just like, I know what this is. Is I've been away all week. I haven't been to the gym once. I haven't taken my dog for a walk. And just everything was just out of fucking 11. So when, like, a professional athlete jumps two and a half metres in the air and then catch tries to catch a ball and someone clips his leg and then he drops it, and I'm like, you're a fucking stupid cunt. What the fuck are we paying this fucking idiot for? Yeah, I would have yeah, fucking yeah, caught that. Yeah, I've yeah, fucking... Yeah, yeah. Like, and then I, was I just know like, exactly what you mean. I caught myself... Literally every game St. Kilda plays, whether we win or lose. Yeah. It's like my partner just at the other end of the house, just hearing, what are you fucking doing, cunt? Yeah. yeah. The other week... Look the, inside! The other week... That's the Sharks, ball! The other week the Sharks played, like, and I'm a Sharks supporter. Yeah. Ooh. And there was a moment where one of our guys went in, like, to score a try with no one coming to tackle him, and he went too long and put his hand out in touch oh, before no. he put the ball down. And I, like, I couldn't fathom it. No. Like, I literally could yeah. not. Yeah. Those like, are the worst ones where you go, like... I can't believe that someone who has made it professionally yeah. and has getting an pa- paid this amount of money and has this amount of tape sessions, one-on-one coaching, team sessions, bring your fucking notepad to this team meeting. Not to mention all and the, then the they pussy fucking, you're getting, dude. Yeah, and all the pussy you're getting. That would and help. The, yeah, that like That's not going to help the pussy. Like, you put the ball, like, you put your hand yeah. out. Yeah. Like, people are going to be like, no, no, no pussy. Yeah, no so, pussy for you, <laughs> yeah. so you bombed a try. Yeah, and no then they do something and you just go, on what fucking planet can't... Like, when when professional sports athletes, football players, when they do shit that you know not to do in, like, under-14s, yeah. that's what makes me throw the, te- the remote through the fucking TV. It's the six-foot-out... Look like, at you, Ben Patton. <laughs> six-foot-out missing a goal, like... Like Manchester United player missing a unmarked like a open goal six foot out, yeah, and puts it over, and I go, uh, like what? Mm. Like I actually, I have no words. You could have literally let that hit you, and it goes in. Yeah, like, I don't understand, and it's such a, I don't know, it is such a fucking overweight thirty four year old man to say. And I think, yeah, and I think that's because we're all in the same camp of just like you know, my first dream was to be a professional football player. Obviously, was never oh, gotcha. going to make it. And 
But I think, like, I think what it is, I, what I realised <laughs> last night... In, I got pretty close, dude. Well, bro, yeah, fuck fucking it. injuries, bro. If it wasn't no, for injuries, I played, up, Taylor, I played schoolboys, dude. I played yeah. fucking schoolboys. If it wasn't for my fucking bad work ethic and skills, I would have been drafted. And your fucking <laughs> crippling <laughs> marijuana addiction. Yeah, and my drug addiction at 16, yeah. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, like, I think, I think what happened last night, I was just like, I was just so angry. And then I was just like, I know exactly what this is from. Like, it was a real introspective moment of, like you haven't done all your checks and balances. Like, because previously when I watched the Thick Dick of the North the last few few weeks, I've been Very coming happy. in from doing sets, you know. Mm. I've just had a massive well, yeah, adrenal. We, we and, talked about that. Yeah, massive adrenal and dopamine dump, and it's just like everything's fucking cool. I've done what I am really wanted to do for the week, and then, you know, go in and watch it, and, and then life is gravy. Do you know what it is on top of that, though, is that, like, you – it's almost like an injustice, right? So, like, you're – you're working hard all week. Yeah. You're going hard. You're away from family. You're feeling like maybe underappreciated. Who knows? You know where you can get some appreciation? Thick dick. Your football North. team. Yeah. Yeah. You come home. And then to to go on the top of that, in terms of like like feeling a bit of justice, like Paddy Carrigan got a sin bin last night. Oh, dude. Which has been cleared today. Dude. So mm. they've already said, like, they've already said like uh, still it was a hip drop yes but not not, not suspension not suspension worthy yeah so it's like well that fucked us last night yeah and same as the other way like the raiders the raiders had two like tries that should have been tries last week yeah and it's that like overturned the people that the people that work hard all week that just can't wait for their work uh, their work week to finish mm. to see their fucking rads play that's the feeling. Because the thing is as well, like with these with these injustices in, in these calls and like, you know, the NRL is really bad for doing it where they're like, okay, we've got a zero tolerance on any contact above the head. Any contact above the head is now a sin bin. It was Magic Round last magic year. Magic Round last year. And you've got players... 17 that, sin bins or something. Yeah, you've got players that are running and like a player tackles their legs and as they're falling, they fall into a player in front of them. They hit that player's shoulder and then because he made contact with the head, you've been put in the bin. And then it just like, it just has the capacity to ruin games. And the thing with Pat Carrigan last night, Taylor, I don't know if you saw it, but he's trying to tackle Nelson, sit your ass on the sofa, Mona. Yep. He is like the biggest, he's one of the biggest. 200 centimetres, right? He's a fucking unit, mm. right? And Pat's He's actually got, the biggest man. Yeah. Like, and Pat's, stop. like Pat's up Easter top. Island fucking head. Yeah. <laughs> So he like he swings yeah. he swings Pat Half around. He's in the ground him. when he's playing. He swings <laughs> just just a head just a head with a ball on top of it. He's fucking just sliding through. He's just sto- he's just a head it. with a pair of footy shorts on. It's like stone. Diglett. It's like Diglett, that yeah. fucking Pokemon. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> he's Dig Trio though because he's like he's such a big boy. So There's big three of him. And like he just literally uses his upper body to like to swing this measly fucking smaller dude around. And the rule is. Because his studs came off the ground and he fell into the tackle, they're like, fucking hip drop. And the ref initially didn't call it. And then the bunker's like, oh, hold on, mate. Like, what's going on here? Like, scores are leveled at this point. We've lost our best player with a fucking neck injury. And then they come up and and Pat's just like, before you, like, wrestle me out, he goes, how did you see it? How did you see it? And the ref's like, look, man, it's not how I saw it. It's how they've reviewed it and they've reviewed it as a hip drop. And they've sent him off and he just walks off. He goes, that's fucking bullshit. And then Melbourne end up going on and scoring tries. And it just, it, it, fucking it ruins games. They overcorrect, man. They're doing the exact same thing in the AFL where like 
because of that massive that like, class action lawsuit from past AFL players about knocks to the head and how they haven't dealt with concussion. You got glory, dude. Yeah, fucking hell. You got fine. money, pussy, free drugs, and fucking glory. And you know what that equals? CTE, bruh. Deal with it. Yeah, a little get a little <laughs> bit of CTE and some anger outbursts in your yeah, 40s. Dude. Yeah, that's how I can deal with it, dude. But they're overcorrecting now where it's like every every contact to the head, even if it's in like football actions, like spoiling, mm. even if it's like eyes on the ball, not even looking at the man, make contact with the ball. If you hit someone in the head, they're like rubbing players out for like two yeah. weeks and they're doing a lot of like, like arms pin tackles, like an AFL, cause it's such a 360 game. If you pin someone's arms and take them to the ground, yeah. they don't have a way to put their hand out to stop their head. head. So yeah. if you just like pin Slam. someone's arms and take them to the ground and their head just hits the ground, these cunts are getting fucking rubbed out. That's dude. bullshit. And it's, it's bullshit, man. Cause they're ruining what the fabric of the game is. It's like at the end of the day, like obviously you have to protect the head and shit like that, but it's, it's a fucking boys contact sport. Well, boys Let been, the boys play. These boys have been playing since they were four years old. Yes. Right? And they've been taught high way, level. They've been taught ways to tackle, and they've also been taught like within the rules of the game, like don't be stupid. You do everything you can in, in like in Paddy Carrigan's situation. You do everything you can to stop the player advancing. Yeah, and if that means you know getting the leg or doing, and I totally get it. Like, there's been a few hip drops that have really fucked a few people, but like that one last night it. I don't know. They're just. It's like they're not using their discretion. Yeah, you fall. It's, you fall onto a, a player, or you like, you jump trying to pull them down, and it's just immediate. Yeah, like it's they're trying to make something black and white when there's just it's, it's not, all grayscale. Yeah. yeah, and you're trying to go no, it's black and white, and and like I was having a chat to my dad, whose birthday it is. Shout out, old boy. Um, yeah, about, shout out shout about shout like the. So what happened was like years ago there was genuine crusher tackles where. Mm -hmm people would try fold your fucking nose onto your sternum and like would genuinely crush you. And now like what the players have started doing is they'll just, they'll just lay on the ground and hold the back of their neck and they're like, ah, oh, the back of my neck. And then the ref's like, oh, he's holding his neck, must Under be a wire. crusher. Yep. Blows the penalty. That player who's supposedly injured hops up, up yep. pats a fucking opposition on the head, goes, nice work, dumb cunt. Mm. And then they get a penalty. And, Real soccer and shit. dad was just like, yeah, he's like, the best way that we can eradicate all this soccer shit out is he goes, cunts that are doing that, if you're holding the back of your neck, you go off. Time off, get him a stretcher. Yeah. This is a duty of care. Mm. Anything to do with the neck, we it's can't the take it. Knock. It's the head knock. Yeah. Like, yeah. Head knock now, they... They chuck them off. Like, yeah, just fucking straight so off. And you've got to do like a test and you have a certain yeah. amount of time. Yeah, same at yeah. AFL. Yeah. And, and it's just like, like that will stop cunts from holding the back of the neck, playing injured, like pretending to be injured to get a penalty. And after the Alex McKinnon stuff, yeah, the neck thing is so massive. Yeah. yeah. Like. Which it should you, be. You don't, exactly. And you don't want to be boy who cried wolf. You're right. Like. Because he go, gets eaten get, by a wolf. I don't know if you heard the story. I, th I think that's. I, I forget. I forget it. I'm not up to state. Uh, state date. Update me on the crusher tackle though. The other night, I was sitting on my couch, and my daughter, who's four years old and fucking fourteen kilos, came up and jumped on the back of my head. Yeah, and pushed my neck down like a crusher tackle, and it was the worst feeling I've. And I'm like, my neck was fucked for days. Yeah, mm. so I couldn't imagine having a hundred and fourteen kilo fucking having that? Nelson do it. Yeah, athlete, but. Like also these uh, a lot of the times these guys are just taking the piss for a penalty. Yeah, and that's it. And and then like you got to go down to the deep rabbit hole of being like the corporate dollar that comes in, the fucking price of winning, 
what the cost of two premiership points are. Mm. Like there's obviously a lot more that that goes at stake that we're not thinking about. But it's just like from the viewer's perspective, it's like, come on, bruh. Like just can we not just play the game to to use a real old school expression? Can't you play like fucking men? It's just so like we used to, Yeah, we used to love like that was rugby league back in the day. People used to pretend that they weren't injured so when they're going. injured. Like yeah. fucking, you know, like one of the great origin moments is one when one of the Morris boys is yeah. fucking his legs fucked, and then Greg Inglis is making a break, and he just gets up and just runs and chases him down, tackles him, and and stops like a certain try. Like that's rugby league, baby. It's the same as back in the day. You had to pretend to be sick to get out of work. Yeah, now you have to like lie that I'm not sick to go to work. Yeah. Do you know mm. what I mean? Like after COVID, dude. Yes. After COVID, you have to be like, oh no, I'm definitely. This is I have sinus. Yeah. Or no, like, no, I've got no, a deviated no, no. This septum. Is, no, this is this is just AIDS. Yeah. yeah. I just have a. It's not that. It's AIDS. <laughs> it's just hay fever. I walked through a, a naughty bush. Like this isn't COVID. <laughs> We've all walked through those naughty bushes naughty before. Bushes. That's how I got AIDS. Um, <laughs> naughty bush. <laughs> all right, boys. I uh, yeah. Where were you going with that? Because we just went on a. Footy's not how it used to be, type of thing. I don't know. Oh, dude, I just, I just. Oh, so the, oh, yeah. the original, the original thought was, I think that like, the reason we grow up with angry men in our lives that uh, that are just like, I want eighty minutes, I want peace and quiet, I want you to come to me at halftime and say, can I get you another drink? Can I get you food? And apart from that, leave me the fuck alone for eighty minutes. That's all I want is eighty yeah. minutes of peace and quiet. Is because those guys work. Fucking non-stop Like our dads Would have grown up Working 40 plus hour weeks And it's just like They're now looking after kids And they've got all this shit To do there It's just like This is the one thing That gives me Peace And gives me Like something to live Vicariously through yeah. If the boys win I'm up and about I'm fucking happy And then My original point was Like I just realised How affected I was Watching the game When I hadn't done exercise And I hadn't yeah. done All this other stuff And I hadn't you know, hadn't done a set that week, hadn't done all this other shit. So I was just like, I was way more invested and emotionally affected by the game than what I should have been. I can like, I like back in the day, like when I was young and my dad would come home from work and the minute he'd walk in the door, I, you know, you'd run up and say hello to your dad. And mm. my dad would always be like, just give me two seconds, mate. Let me just get out of my work uniform. Yeah. Never got it. Never understood it. Now, when I come home, and my daughter's like waiting for me and I'm still in my work uniform and I'm gross and it's just ugh, like, it's, it's not a comfortable clo like clothing. Yeah. I now get that so much. I'm like, I will do whatever you guys want to do in three minutes. Yeah. Let me, <laughs> let me take this horrible shit off. Yeah. Like even have a one minute rinse off, get dressed again. I'll yeah. Come back here. Dude. Like, fresh pair of trackies. I'm just, back. I'll be, I'll do whatever you guys want. Like mom, like mom, you, you can go and do whatever you need to do. Yeah. And I'll play with her for however long. I'll do dinner. I'll do all of it. Let me get out of these fucking clothes. Yeah. Yes. Like, and I never... Let me get the day off me. Yeah, literally. And Get the fucking day off me. And I never understood it. But now, because it, it is that. It's like, you're working. You're, you're doing things. And you're not necessarily doing things for you. Like, no. you're doing things for the dollar. You come home. You want to see your family, sure. But you're like, fucking let me, let me reset. Yeah. Let me get this. Cuz you off. need to get out of work day mode and right now I'm back around the fam. Like this is this is you know, you need to switch off from that mode. Yeah. You need to get back into like being in family mode. And work stuff, I'm so ready to kick off always. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like 
a lot of my... You think I give a fuck about a logo on my shirt, dude? Like, oh my I God. I will fuck you in the street right now. So many of the, <laughs> so many of the things... <laughs> So many of the things I deal with, like at work, where you're just being like gaslit, like a motherfucker. Oh, dude. Yeah. And and then you come home, and I'm still in that like I can't shake it. Mm. And then it's like, if you, if you just I've literally have that shower. I'm fresh. I've literally told a guy that I would that I'd knock him out at work, and it was like it was it was fantastic. And you guys know me, I couldn't knock the fuck it. I couldn't knock anything out. But just like yeah, when you'd be someone, lucky to knock the fucking froth off a beer, mate. That's but it. That's the point. That shows me that. Nah, that's that not true. You're a killer. Yeah, you're a big boy. But um, that shows me that you've obviously gotten to a point where yeah, this cunt that's was the, that was the option. This cunt was taking the piss, and then he was like, he was being very, very disrespectful. And then I was just like, I just used the, the exact same line. I say, like, you think I give a fuck about a logo on a shirt? This is at an old job. I'm like, you think I give a fuck about a logo on a shirt, dude? And I was like, would you talk to me like this if me and you were at a pub? And he like stopped. And then before he could answer, I was like, you wouldn't because I'd knock you the fuck out. Yeah. And he was such a gay cunt that like he like was taken back and was like, all right, and just kind of walked away. And then other people that had saw it were just like, bro, he needs to be knocked out. And he's like, yeah. that guy's such a shit cunt. Yeah. And he was like degrading to women and all this kind of stuff. And like women had come up and they're just like, hey, man, like I don't know you, but thanks for saying it to that yeah. cunt. And I was like. Should we all just jump him, guys? Yeah. Next <laughs> time he comes yeah. in and bash this doctor. I went on my first day of uh, of a job, first day of a job, and this guy is just a just a weird unit. Like he's not uh, he's not a bad guy, but he's like I introduced myself to him. He's training me, and he goes, "Yeah, so um, like, do you want to do a shit or anything?" And I go, <laughs> and I go, "What? What?" And he's like, "Do you want to go? Like, do you need to go to the toilet? Need to do a shit or anything?" And I was like, "No." Nah. No, no, I'm all good, all good. And then, like, two minutes later, I was like, actually, like, now that you've put it in my head, I wouldn't mind it. Yeah, now that you've turned on all the receptors in my brain, turns out my bladder's actually been full for a while. I would love a shit. And then then I find out that he's gone back to our boss and he's like, yeah, like, literally, as he started his training, he just left and went and did a shit. And I was like, bro, you offered... Yeah. You, you asked me. You know that I've had two coffees this morning as well, like, bro. Like, come on. Like, literally, it was like six minutes into my employment. Yeah. And he's like, go, do you want to go do a shit? Yeah, sure. Yeah. And then runs back to the boss and goes, yeah, he's always, he's on, taking the the shit. He's always on the toilet. Mm. So, bro, I just, one, I just got here. Two, you, I've got irritable told, bowel syndrome. Yeah, I had a bloody, <laughs> I had a chili <laughs> scrambled eggs, okay? Yeah. And it's coming out. And it was a bad choice. And yeah. I had fucking Rogan Josh and Vindaloo last night. I've made a series <laughs> of bad mm. errors, dude. Dude, some yeah. people full on go through so much of their life without ever getting into a physical altercation that it rewires their brain to act in a way where it's almost like to them, those aren't, yeah. th- a physical altercation isn't even possible. Yeah. It's not even fucking well, possible, like, dude. dude. I worked in a fucking cafe and I was maybe like 16. This is like one of my first ever fucking jobs. And the owner was like, there was these two gay guys, which is fine. <laughs> <laughs> fine. Come on, a, Taylor. Fine and irrelevant. No, but it's just these two gay guys <laughs> who own this cafe together. But like one of them was just such a fucking prick to the other one. Yeah. Like one of them was just such a cunt and it was like fucking cunt to everyone. And I was like 16 and you know, in if you guys ever worked in hospitality before, they have like industrial wash dishwashers yeah. where it's like you fucking you just, just chuck fucking it all in, you push it in yeah. and it washes everything in like five minutes yeah. and it's fucking done. And if it doesn't, 
bang it through again. And if it yeah. doesn't bang it through again, yeah. perfect. Yeah. We had a really busy day and we, need, we were running out of sauces, like coffee sauces. Yeah. And so I'm in the kitchen, whatever, and this guy's like, Taylor, we need sauces. And I'm like, yeah, mate, they're in the dishwasher, ready to, like, it's going through. Yeah. Again, a minute later, he goes, Taylor, sauces. And I go, yeah, mate, they're in the dishwasher. And then a couple of minutes go, a few more. It, he, this cunt just keeps fucking taking orders, bro. Stop fucking taking orders, man. Chill. Go do some shit. Tell them there's no sauces. Yeah, tell them there's no, yeah, tell, <laughs> tell them there's no fucking sauces. Be on the front foot. So I'm 16. I'm already pretty much having an anxiety attack because I fucking hate these types of situations, right? This fucking guy then out of nowhere just goes, Fucking hell, Taylor, get the fucking sauces. And I've just like turned around and just gone, I like looked at him and just been like, all right, mate, talk to me like that again and you and I are going to fight. Yeah. <laughs> and this is like a 35-year-old man. I'm like yeah. a 16-year-old, yeah. but like I was in good shape. I played football and like rep and stuff. So yeah. I was like in a decent nick. And I looked at him and I was just like, talk to me like that again and you and I are going to fight. And his husband behind him went, like, gave me, like, this look of, like, ooh. Yeah. And I was like, fuck this. And I was just sitting there going, like, what? They're in the dishwasher. What more do you want? Like, this guy just talked to everyone. And then it just came to a point where I was just going, like, I'm going to get fired, whatever. Mm. And maybe you might beat me up. Yeah. But I'm going to try. Wait, you and I are going to fight if you talk to me like that again. Yeah. And ever since then, he never raised his voice at me ever again. Because they, they realize. Yeah, they like, realize it could they, get real. They realize that, well, that's it. It got real. It got it, real for a second. It got real and it wasn't just you going, like, this wasn't a 15 or 16 year old kid taking orders. Mm. It was like, this was like a human being. You're like, be a fucking human, dude. Yeah. Like, talk to me properly. Yeah. Like, the amount of things that I've had in years of working. Whereas I remember one time I was like, work, I was working in this car park. Uh, working for Westfield and I was fixing like a um, ticket machine, like an entry ticket machine. Yeah. And this lady walks past me with her kid and goes, you see that? Like and points at me and goes, that's why you stay in school. What a cunt. And it, like that time I, I let the logo do the, do the thinking. Mm. I bit my tongue and it took everything in me to, but, but it's like, those are the kind of people that just need a hard lesson. Hard lesson. And I, and I yeah. was, I remember in the moment being ready to like, if he goes, yeah, let's go. He never would have because he's in his business. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like He never would have done it. But like, I remember being like, I'm just going to fight this guy. Because he just spoke to everyone like shit. And too, I was just like, also too, because I was just like, I can't tell the dishwasher to wash faster. Like I've told you twice that they're in the dishwasher, bro. It's the VB thing all again. It's the VB thing it's all again. Impossible. You know what? why he was pissed off? Because I fucking slept in and didn't go to the dawn service. That's why he was fucking pissed <laughs> off at me, dude. Fucking <laughs> patriot, dude. Yeah, he was a patriot. But that's like I, I don't know. There's, there's been so many people in my life, and I'm sure there has been for you guys as well, where you go, fuck, I'm, like I don't necessarily need to do it, but someone needs to punch you in the face, and I'm yes. certain that there has been a hundred times where people have thought the same thing about me. Yeah, probably. And like, and How? like myself now, I'm even like, like if like when I'm driving, like I'm such a smart ass. Yeah, like people, I do. It's like, I get in altercations on the road sometimes. All the time. Oh, dude, yeah. I got in a funny one and it's the first one I've been in in years. Like recently I was driving with the missus and uh, we pulled up at a set of lights and um, she goes, 
how cute's our dog in the back? And I, I turn and look at him. I'm like, fuck, he's a cute boy. And I love my boy. And as I'm looking at him, beep, like light has like literally just gone green. So like I turn. Nothing pisses me off more, by the way. But it was like, mm. it wasn't like a beep. It was like a beep, like a he real. Lent in, he lent on it. He lent on yeah. it. And I was like, what the fuck? So then like I've turned the corner and then I'm just coasting. Like I'm cruising to be like, where you at, boy? And my favorite thing to do. Yeah. Mm. And like, I see there's a young girl behind me and she's laughing. And like, I was like, I kind of get the feeling it wasn't her. And then I see this car just go bang, swing into the right hand lane and just fly up like obnoxiously fast in the speed limit. So then I put two and two together. I was like, this chick's laughing, having a good time. Obviously it wasn't her. It's this fucking crazy dude. So I just fucking pull in behind him. Yep. Then I just start riding his ass. Yeah. And my missus is like, what are you doing? And I was just like, having some fun, dude. Mm. We I, pull up to what? A set of traffic lights. And he needs to turn. I need to turn. And I am waiting, dude. And the split second, it goes green. Yeah, I'm get him. on get the him. horn. And like Cass is like trying to pull my arm off. She's like, what are you fucking doing, cunt? And I was just like, just being the same dick that he yeah. wants to be. Yeah. yeah. She's like, he I'm being the man that you decided to be with. Yeah. yeah. And she's really? like, he could have been in a fucking rush to go to the hospital and all this kind of stuff. And I was like, fuck the cunt. And yeah, you know what? Cunt. It comes back when we keep going back to things. It's injustice. Injustice. That's exactly what it is. You did nothing wrong. Yeah. So you feel like he, what he's done is unnecessary. I just retaliated. So you, you retaliate in the ex- exact same way. We're one all, bro. Yeah. You can't. He can't react because you're one all. Yeah. Like, and he was trying to shoot daggers through the revision mirror. I was like, bro, you did the same thing. Yeah. Exactly. You did the same thing. I did one like coming up to a gig not long ago up here, and I was on the freeway, and you know when like. You know when the freeway is so straight for a really long time that behind like behind you, you can just see shit happening for ages. Yeah. Yeah. So like I'm quite far up and I see like it, it's middle of the day, but I see a car really far back with their lights on, weaving. Like oh, yeah. just weaving and yeah. and Bam, they're coming they're coming hard. Like coming real, real fast. fast and the furious enthusiasts. Well and truly, like if they just seen, diesels if out they there. just seen Tokyo Drift and that was them driving home from the cinema, yeah, mm. like absolutely. And by the time they got to me, there was a truck in the left lane, so I merged into the right lane and just stuck speed limit, which was yeah. still faster than the truck, mm-hmm. and they were fucking fuming. Dude, how funny is doing? It's that? the best. And it's dude. just like I'm the pettiest dude with that sort of stuff, and oh. and eventually. Eventually, like it's like they, there was two trucks, so like that's two truck lengths of me just sitting there. They're just going nuts, losing their mind. And then a little bit further up the road is the twin servos, mm. and we both stopped at the twin servos. And she was maybe ten seconds ahead of me, and I just gave it a thumbs up. I was like, "Look how much further you got!" <laughs> <laughs> like you did it, dude. <clears throat> like that, you nailed it. Well yeah. done. Mm. You're so much further than me. You drove like such a fucking clown. Dude, being petty, I know it's something that like we should definitely be over, but like no, I get fucking pet dude. I love it. The pettiest I got was I did I did a gig up in fucking Barrelin. What was it called? Uh, Bellingen. Bellingen. Mm. Bellingen. Fucking Ben Stevenson's gig up uh Coffs Comedy. Oh, yeah. I, <clears throat> yep. I did that. And I was driving back. 
and I was just doing that thing where you just blow past every fucking servo when you need fuel and yeah. then you go, oh, I'll just get the next one. And then the la- turns out the last one you passed was the fucking last one. Yeah. So I'm like flying, I'm going down, I'm, my fuel light's fucking turned on. So I just get in my phone like, yeah, where's the nearest fucking servo? Just click the first one that comes up the closest, yep. obviously, out of necessity. Takes me off the fucking highway and I just start, get off this exit and I just keep going and I'm going east and I'm just going there's no street lights anymore. Yeah. Like I'm yep. just fucking going into forest. I'm this going bush. to bush. Yeah. I'm driving, I'm driving. I go for about like five, 10 minutes. I'm like, fucking hell, cunt. I'm like, I'm going to run out of fuel before I even get to a fucking servo. I get up to a service station. It finally comes out in this little clearing. And it's one of those like independent ones. Mm. It's not like a Caltex or a BP or anything like that. Yeah. I like see it. All the lights are on and I see the door and it says open. Yeah. So I'm like, sick. We're fucking on here. Yep. I go in there. <clears throat> I fucking get out, get the diesel, put it in, start holding it. I see I see people in there walking around. So I'm like, fucking, let's go. There's yep. people in here. Yep. Let's get some fuel. Holding it. It's not clicking over. So I'm like, oh, the noise is probably happening. I'm just waiting for someone to go click it. It's not happening. I look in there. I see some people in there. I'm like, fucking hell. Like I take it out, put yep. it back in. Guys, let's, go, guys, let's go, guys. Let's go. Putting it in. And then... I see the two guys sort of like look at each other and then they like sort of like look at me and I'm like sick. They've now seen, oh, there's another person. Let's go. And then I, I put my hand in the air like, yo, like let's mm. pointing at the fuel powers. are like, mm. boys, let's fucking go. One of the dudes looks at me, starts walking up to the door and I'm like, what's he like? What's going on? Is he saying like, whatever? Is he coming, is he coming is he to pump it for coming me? Coming to pump it for me or whatever, dude. He just walks up to the door and just grabs the sign and just flips it to close and then just turns around and walks no. away. No. Dude. Oh. Dude. I'm And I'm sitting there going like, it's like 11.30 at night or whatever. I'm, I nearly fucking saw red. Like, come out and say, hey, sorry, mate, we're closed. Yep. It's all good. Let bygones be bygones, dude. It's all fucking good. He does it. So I like sit there. I've got the fucking bows, the fuel pump, and I just I drop it on the ground. And then I just walk around to every fuel pump and I take them out and I drop them on the ground. And there's like, I walk over to like the heavy flow diesel ones, which oh, is like yeah. a 20 meter walk. I walk over, grab them, throw them out, grab them, throw them out. The thing that's got the, the window wiper in it, I kick it over. So like the water <laughs> goes everywhere, the bin flows everywhere. And like, I'm, I'm just sitting there going like, if these guys come out, I'm going to, I'll fucking wolverine myself i'm gonna get into an altercation where i hurt myself more than them yeah. dude i don't give a fuck and then i just got in my car and i fucking drove off dude and i remember getting maybe like a minute down the road before i went taylor that was crazy bro you should have done that yeah but, <laughs> but the thing i was like is, fucking hell but petty man it, i it, had to it's a hulk bro the petty pettiness is a is the hulk it was you it turn was, into it and you cannot stop it yeah. i couldn't stop it dude it was the disrespect of walking, you see me. I make eye contact with the cunt. Yep. Walks up to the door and just grabs the sign on the door and Flip. flips it around yep. to close and then walks away. Not even acknowledging me at all. And, and the that's thing when is, I was just like, like nah. Even a fucking like, sorry, bro. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, bro. Like pointing at the sign. Even a hand close, gesture. Sorry, man. Petrol's, yeah. petrol's not milk. You know, it's not something you grab on a whim. At 11 o'clock at night, yeah, you're there for fucking petrol. You're there for a reason. It's like, cunt, I need this to continue on my journey wherever the fuck I'm going. And That's for the right. cunt just to be like, 
Yeah, no, I won't acknowledge him. I'll just tip the sign round and be like, sorry, oh, bro, we're close. My yeah. God, and really, dude. like, how much effort is it for you to fucking make 50 more bucks for the business by just being like, yep, yeah, fucking yeah. pump it through. And then if, if worse yeah. comes to worse, if you've settled all the tills and everything, you just set your FPOS up through the next day, you get the cunt to scan it, and then yeah. you go, fucking happy days, bro. Look. All I can take is card. I need you to put it through on card, and I'll just put it through as the next day of transaction. Which I would have done yeah. anyway, dude. And that, and that, now I just looked at it and I was like, now look, dude, now you've got like 12 to 16 hoses <laughs> that you got to put back in and yeah. clean up the mess that I've made. And also, you like, you've got to, um, like, you've got to wonder about what the logic is behind the, like, open the door and just say, bro, sorry, we're bro, we're closed. Like, Should have closed. Not this. A, it's like, you know, back in the day when McDonald's breakfast finished at 10 30? Yeah. And you'd fucking sprint in. And if you were in the restaurant by 10.30, you could be like, nah, got to give me breakfast. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's not... If he opens the door and you run inside, that doesn't legally mean he has to give you petrol. Like, mm. do you know what I mean? Yeah. Just open the door and go, bro, sorry. Yeah. Like, my bad. And that's all we're talking about. I mean, like, yeah, look, my bad. I shouldn't have left it this late to get fuel. It's all good. I'll hopefully make it to the next yeah. one. Yeah. That's reminded me. I got fuel a while... Uh, fuck, it was probably a year ago. I was getting fuel and uh, so like it's a fully packed petrol station and all the like. What are you talking here? Caltex, BP, Shell? Shell, Shell. Shell, Shell, four cents off. Thank you. Let's go. Yep. Maybe another eight cents off. You spend 20 in store. Ooh. Yeah, uh-huh. That kind of vibe. Which you can easily do by getting one. Three packets one, of one, <laughs> Yeah, which you can easily do by yeah. getting like one Coke and yeah. a fucking one, cherry ripe. Get one And a Kit Kat chunky. Shout Logan, out. Get one Logan Prime. Logan Paul Prime. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Fucking 1995 a drink or some shit. That's crazy. Um, but so I, like, you know, sometimes you get petrol and it's so busy that you're like, the courteous thing, move to the spots like for the shoppers. Yeah. So Go the park person, and then let the next, so person, the next person fill person up. come and start filling up. All those spots are taken. The whole fucking petrol station is blocked. Like, like packed. Sorry, not blocked. So I'm like, well, I mean, we're all, we're all in the same boat. Yeah. We're all just going to pay. Surely for this shit. person's been to a service station before. You would think so. Person behind me, and he's like, "I know this. Is, I know it's a fucking audio medium, but he's like, fucking eyes, like yeah. you know, squizzing around, darting around, darting around." And then when I came back out from paying, I was like, "He's staring right at me," and I was like, "What's up? Like, what's is it? Everything all right? Like, I'm I, I don't know what's going on. Like, mm. I was actually like, is everything all right? He goes, "Fucking hurry up, you fat cunt." And I was just like, it wasn't anger. It was the pettiness. Mm. And so I literally was just like, mm-hmm, yep, yeah, cool. Turned around, went back inside and got more stuff. Let's go. That You got to do that type yeah. of stuff. Like, I was like, well, this fat cunt's going to have some chippies then, isn't mm. he? Yeah. Like, this fat, this fat cunt's going to be real fat right now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go get a four and 20. Yeah. 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 I get a drumstick. You might see if they got any wingdings in there. Yeah. 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 Well, they're not ready. No, we'll wait. That's yeah, all right. I've got we'll plenty wait. of time. Sweet chili tenders. <laughs> no, I don't really feel like them want fucking wingdings, yeah. baby. Actually, I think I'll be paying in cash. I think I've got some coins that i got to count up. Yeah, I got some coins in the car that i got to go grab. That is legal Australian. What a fucking gay cunt, dude. But I was just like, dude, like, what? And again, you know the thing when, like, people drive shitty, like, on the freeway? Yeah. And you do that thing where you go, like, I think even you said it, where you were like, you don't know what the situation is. They could be going to the hospital. Their missus could be having a baby. baby. This guy's just waiting for petrol. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. So shut the fuck up. Mm. He's just being a shit cunt. Don't be a dickhead. It wasn't a completely empty petrol station. And I was taking the only Bowser with like diesel. Like the whole petrol station was packed. 
There's nowhere for me to go. Like, shut up. Well, that gets us. That gets me onto it because every week what we do is we do what we call the Sunday roast, where we do roast a shit cunt. And I feel like we have primed ourselves a lot for a bit of this. Let's go. So let's get into this. The Sunday roast. <laughs> Just being courteous of time here as well, boys. We yeah, do um, need to get going to Newcastle Comedy Club Very, soon. very soon. So yeah. I'll just throw out the one that I have is uh, Tennessee Night, uh, sorry, Tennessee Hotel Night Manager David Neal charged after guest woke up to him sucking their toes. Yeah. Yeah, look, it's it's no good, is it? It's no good. It's and no it's, good. And it's one of those things. And like, I understand where he's coming from because, you know, I am a toe bro. He's a toe sucker. So <laughs> Taylor's a toe bro. But that's for girls who are consenting to the act. The thing is with yeah. this, right, he could have he could have made more money if he just advertised that that's what he was going to do. Mm. Because he would have had – because, like, if you look at the article, it was a dude mm. who woke up to getting – his toe sucked. And what do we know about dudes? Dudes are creeps. Dudes will fuck the hair on a barbershop floor. They'll fuck anything. Yep. And if you advertise that one before. That's a good one. Yeah. That's on. that's an old boy. Shout out to him whose birthday it is. It's uh that's is one it? of his really? favorite favorite wow. expressions. Fuck. He's he's such a he's such a scumbag. He'd fuck their hair on a barbershop floor. But you could promote <laughs> this, right? This guy is missing a big core of business of like cuz this happens in America, right? You could put it on Craigslist. Come stay at the fucking Hotel California, such yeah. a lovely place, and let me know at what time you want me to come in and suck on your toes. Well, yeah, it's the it's the equivalent of like a redoing the bed and stuff. Like you, yeah. could, you could put a thing on the door that says yes or no for sucking toes. Yeah, instead yeah, of yeah, do yeah. not disturb, yes, it says service, please suck no toes. No sucking yeah. on my toes yeah. in my sleep. Yeah, yeah. yeah, different. It's just a little, it's a cutout of a fucking toe. And, and like, you put it on and the door and that... Yeah. <laughs> come, on in, come on in and have a suck. Don't touch the bed, but... Dude, such I'm going to use the towels again. Such, yeah. a, such a gross thing to suck on. Is, suck my is, toes. Is but if toes. the towels are on the floor, take them. If they're on the rack, leave them. Yeah, leave, yeah. A, leave a little mint. Leave a little mint. Suck on the big boy. Taylor, do you have a uh, do you have a <laughs> shit cunt that you'd like to bring to the bring to the table? I mate? do, man. But just quickly on that fucking thing, dude. It's like you and a fucking Steve Steve Mac and I say this all the time. You never get caught on your first try. You do never get caught. You on Never your first get caught try. on the true. first yeah. time, dude. How many so toes? How many has toes has that guy sucked, Bradley? Yeah, and it's such a weird thing, right? So, like, can you imagine if you woke up and you think you're getting your toes sucked? And then, like, you kind of come to and you're like, what the fuck's going on? And then it's just like, when you're checking out the next morning and then there's the night manager there, how was everything? Yeah, it was, it was, it, it was, bro, were you sucking on my toes last night? And he'd be like, sorry, what? And he's like, I had a, I had a weird feeling you were sucking on my toes. It's like, sir, I'm a working <laughs> professional. I'm a night manager at this establishment. And you have the audacity to come in here when you're checking out to ask me if I sucked on your toes? What a fucking No, I didn't suck on your fucking toes. freak cunt. do you think I am? And then the poor boss is like, man, maybe I was dreaming that this guy was sucking on my toes. What kind of man am I? You every time I mean? you say every time you say night manager, I think of did you ever watch that TV show with Tom Hiddleston? The no, night, I don't the think night so. manager. It was like the show that everyone was yeah. like, everyone's like, this is like if you want proof that Tom Hiddleston should be James Bond, 
this is the show to watch. And it was a banger show. But now that's all I can think of is this Tom Hiddleston, the night manager, coming the night manager. sucking toes. Sucking some toes. Who you got, Taylor? Mate, um, it's happened it happened a couple of weeks ago, but we haven't talked about it, man. It's uh um Do you guys see that that fucking linesman got punched out by some fucking yeah. fan, soccer fan in in Sydney, dude? No. He was already banned. He was already, there was a there was a uh, a player who had already been banned from the Green Acre Eagles. So, Western Sydney suburban football. Jesus. Obviously, things are getting heated. And this one guy had already been banned from playing and he was like, they're supporting the team. And like the, the linesman had called like an offside or maybe he didn't call it or whatever. And this fan just belted the fuck out of him, dude. Yeah. Full on broke his jaw, like fucked him up and stuff. And which is fucking crazy, dude. And he's like full trying to like get off it by being like, you know, my wife's pregnant. I can't go to jail and shit like that. Should have thought about it. Should have thought about that before you got too emotionally invested. In Green Acre football. In Green Acre. Was it? Suburban yeah. football. Yeah. Dude. Look, and I hate, Come to, on. I hate to point fingers at the demographic here, but I'm going to use a little bit of mathematics. Let's Western go. Sydney, most likely Middle East and Lebanese type, I would assume. Do we have the man's name? Ooh, mate. Am I just pr- bringing my white card out here? Am I being am I being that blatantly racist? Am I being that son of a country boy who grew up shearing sheep? I think you maybe. Are, I think you are correct based on. Yeah, you are. Um, well, I mean, what what's the name? The referee's name was Cody Yagi. But what was the guy who punched his punched the referee's name? Do we have it? Has the assailant been named? Oh yeah, it, it has, but it won't say it in this fucking thing. I don't know, fucking some bullshit. We can let's just say his name was fucking Habib. But yes, it was. It was, a, and I would like to jump on that to make because, I, like, I've seen the full video, right? And the video goes for quite some time. And I'd like to make my shit kind of the week or whatever. Yep. Is the the crowd at that game right? Mm. They're cheering it on. No, no, no. The guy, the referee, whose face is fucking hanging off, had to call the ambulance himself. Yeah, he oh, did. What? So you see the video. And he's going like, can barely talk, like fucking jaws broken, blood everywhere. And he had to call the police or the ambulance himself. And everybody else is filming and not like, I don't know, how hard, like whether you believe, like whether you agree with the call or yeah. whatever, we've gone past that now. Help a human so now, out. Yeah, exactly. So now make a fucking phone call and let this guy, I don't know, lay down. Sit down. Yeah. Not just stand there and have to do admin while yeah, your face dude. is fucking hanging off. I saw a cunt who got his, like, his, the bottom half of his leg, like, from, like, say, his ankle to his foot just completely removed by a shark. Shit. Swimming. And... um was this? It was just a, a clip on Instagram. I thought you meant, like, I saw it. Oh, no, fuck. I was like, bro, I tell everyone every day. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, hey, my name's Brad, and this happened to me one time. Yeah, I so this shit. this guy's swimming, right? And there's like, there's like this, like one of those, uh, like concrete wharfs that you can go into, and he just starts like, there's like a splash in the water, mm. and he starts like screaming and flailing around, and starts Jesus. trying to swim towards the wharf, then gets pulled under the water, then like, bro, there's like a party going on. There's like three hundred people. Girls are squealing. People are like, what the fuck is going on? He re-emerges mm. and then, like, paddles, like, frantically to, like, pull himself up. One person 
goes down to like help, help him get up. Yeah. Pulls him up. The, and then like the guy tries to swing his leg and then like kind of sees, I don't have a fucking foot anymore. No, it's yeah. gone. Goes into shock, falls back into the water. Oh, and the Christ. guy that helped him is just like, well, I've done everything I can do, yeah. brother. That's where the shark was. And then the guy pulls himself back up and then, like, eventually gets onto this concrete, like, landing. And there's just people just squealing, like, people are just squealing, like, out of control at about, at this guy who's who's just now bleeding out. Yeah. And no one's helping him, but there's 400 people filming the cut. It's like, what are we doing here? Adam Abdullah. Adam Abdullah. There we Adam go. Adam Abdullah. On the, other s- on the other side of that, though, is like, remember the remember the one where, and it was horrible, where the guy, uh, I think he was like paddleboarding or whatever, just off Sydney, and then the shark just literally fucking ate him. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, he was, like, no, he was spearfishing. Spearfishing. Yeah, so, he was yeah. spearfishing. And then like, that video came out, dude. The video came out. It was, it was just fucking crazy. It was just his body floating. It was just a torso. But then ev- all the comments I saw were like, I can't believe people filmed this. Like, why wouldn't you help? Um, I know why. <laughs> yeah. Maybe there's maybe an apex like, predator down there. Because a there. three and a half meter long great white shark just ate a man. There's no, yeah. there's no maybes with that. Mm. Like the guy that you're talking about, the guy who's like, you can see him swimming out of the water and trying to get out. Fuck here, you go help that guy because he's, he's alive and you can see. But the other guy, like, unfortunately, there's, there's nothing left. Mm. So why are you going to go? Yeah, you know, yourself in yeah. There. yeah, and it's a life changing event for more than one person too, because it's obviously life changing for your foot to get eaten by a shark, but it's also life changing for the people around you to see to you be that. too much of a coward not to help someone. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you said, <laughs> you, you know what I mean, dude. Like, like yeah. there's there's so many instances, and I see it online all the time where they'll be like, I watch those like Reddit confessional videos, yeah. and it'll be like, women are always going in being like my husband or my boyfriend like did something cowardly and I don't know how to divorce him or break up with him because I can never look at them the same. Like if you see like the father of your children freak out and be a bitch and not help someone when they could be helping them, that's like in their minds, they have to look at you different forever. That moot's not getting moist no more, dude. Yeah, that's a dry moot, Mitch. Mitch, that's a dry moot. What? <laughs> a lot of M's in there. Um, <laughs> a guy, a guy cut me off heaps bad not long ago, and I got furious. And then, like, he came up and was like trying to fight me and stuff. And my wife was like, "Just leave it." And it was like the whole injustice principle thing mm. again. But I left it. And ever since then, I've been like, like I don't want that. Like I don't want that to be the mm. the thing. Like if if someone wants to do something to like hurt me, my wife, my daughter, I'm going to react. Yeah, you, yeah. And I'm going to react badly. Yeah. Like, I don't want it to be like, don't do it. Mm. <laughs> like, it's a real, I'll tell you a it's story. It's a real live by the sword, die by the sword type of situation really too because you got to be like, I'm going to defend my honour and then you get beaten up. Yeah. You get like this shit kicked out of you in front of and your wife like, and right, your you'd child. Rather, you'd rather get your ass beat trying to defend than... Not do anything and then have them think you're a bitch. Also, Brad was talking yeah. before where like when he was on the horn of that guy and his missus was like trying to grab his hand and stop it and stuff. And it's like, they don't want us to do these things. Mm. But then they'll be the first but people to judge us if we get knocked the yes, fuck out. Yes, that's right. Yeah. They don't want us to do all of these types of things, dude. But I tell you what, dude, they're fucking the moisture of their pussy says different. The, mo- the, the moisture of the, the moisture. 
The moisture of their pussy says different. You want a moist mutt. It's moist. Oi, Mitch. <laughs> Oi, Mitch. Oi, Mitch. Oi, Mitch. The moisture of the mutt. Oi, Mitch. Mitch. The well, moisture of the mutt says different, What it comes down to is the moisture dude. of your mutt. You know what I'm saying? You want to walk past yeah. the lady. You want the caution slippery when wet signs. You know, you want to get fucking sued out here like an asshole. Because you got the fucking moist mutts lining up down the street. You got gentlemen slipping over because that's how moist your mutts are. You know what I'm saying? I don't remember and that. That's I don't why. remember that in Home Alone. <laughs> <laughs> need to go back and watch it. But anyway, we're going we we to wrap it up. We're going to wrap it up because we need to get to the comedy club. Mitch Garling, thank you so much for coming on, bro. Thanks, man. Uh, Speaking of comedy club, can I... Yeah, that's what words? I was about to say. Oh, when is your sorry. show good? <laughs> do it. Uh, you do it. <laughs> the the um, show is coming up? Uh, yeah, not to use another M word, but it is May... 25 25th Thursday May 25th at Newcastle Comedy Club 7pm I believe uh, 7pm that's right doors at 6.30 tickets are like 25 bucks um, but yeah filming a special uh, Brady and the guys at the club were putting it together for me and yeah it was just kind of like like I said it was coming up on 10 years of doing stuff and I've got 10 years of 10 years of material um, and just kind of at that point where you know I just want to sort of put something together and uh, release it to the world that's it, and I've got a um, like not to get too morbid or whatever, but I'm getting a uh, I'm getting a hip replacement in the next sort of six months or so, mm. so I'm not too sure how much I'll be gigging and driving and, and all that sort of shit. Um, so yeah, I just kind of felt like it was a really good time to just stockpile all the the best of yeah, and put it out. Fuck yeah, happens. man! See awesome, man! Can't wait. I'll be there. I Thanks, man. I unfortunately won't be there because I realize my brother's uh, my brother-in-law's thirtieth. Uh, in in the Gold Coast, but what yeah. I will do is mm. I will give you a glowing recommendation to all the disciples that are out there listening. Hey, mate, he's a friend of the show. He's a great comedian. He's a hot boy. He's, he's told a hot some boy. good He's a nice yarns. boy, and he's a fucking nice boy. And that's what the name of the show is: Mitch Garling, Nice Boy, May twenty fifth, seven pm. It's a special taping. Do you want to be a part of history, babe? Mm. Get yes. down there oh. and be around it. Get around the boy, Mitch. Uh, Mate, it's been a long time in the works. Yeah, man. But I am uh, I'm grateful that we got to do it now. Yeah, thanks, man. And now we get to go have fun and do a gig. Yeah. Life's going to keep ripping. Taylor's going to go home and masturbate because he's not on tonight. He should come in anyway. Already. Yeah, he should come already. in. Just show up. Show up, dude. Pretend, have you had a conversation with anyone about not being on tonight? Yeah, that's what we need Because if do. you... We need to go in there and go, like, Elliot, why the fuck isn't this hot just, boy just play dumb. Yeah. And, and then he'll be Elliot, like, because he's on fucking... And then he'll lift this list all my dates that I'm on. Yeah. <laughs> but Elliot's such a, a, lee, a wee little bubba that um, you could just say, I'm on. Hey, I'm Elliot, on, I'm on, mate. I'm on. Hey, actually, Elliot, you know what? I own part of the comic club now. But oh boy. There you go. Oh it's boy. four ways, not three ways. Um, but yeah, also, uh, um, uh, if your disciples are Sydney-based disciples, I'm doing Sydney Comedy Fest as well. Oh, what dates? Yeah. Uh, it's actually next week, so I don't know when this comes out. But Get around it. it. It'll Maybe. be out by Monday. Out uh, by Monday. This Thursday, this Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, I'm just doing uh, three uh, three shows, for only 40 seaters a night, so 120 tickets total. Cool. And I think there's probably about 40 left. Hell yeah. All right, so sweet. I'll let some of the boys know. Please do come along, have a good time. And if you don't, whatever. You know. If you don't, you'll have to live a life knowing that you sinned and you let the boys down. That's all you have to know. That's it. And you'll be part of the shit gig chat when I come back. Shit gig <laughs> chat. <laughs> Follow Taylor Coftree on Instagram at Taylor Coftree. Uh, follow Mitch on Instagram at... At Mitch Garling. Mitch Garling. And... Um, I guess on TikTok as well, but whatever. Yeah, if you're one of those commie fucking dorks, 
No, I'm on it, but anyway, I, but I, I yeah. dislike it anyway. Much, much Maybe love, we can end I got it, and I've just all of the things that I've posted on Instagram. Only one of them has made it on TikTok, and I don't even look at it. Yeah, fuck TikTok. I saw a TikTok today that was like, um, the it was like here's a Reddit that you'll like, and it was a Reddit that was called Bigger Than You Thought, and you go on there, and it's just all tiny like five foot girls with big boobs. <laughs> and, I, and I was like, what is my algorithm? They man? got me, dude. They've done, done it again, China. You've done, done it, it again. again. What is my algorithm? All right, boys, don't forget to smoke weed every day and chill to the next episode.